Blog Talk Radio.
Father God, and we just need you to lift us up as the promise states in Isaiah 40:31. those who wait upon the Lord, and that's not waiting and looking out the window, that's waiting upon you like a waiter. Those who serve you, Father God, those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings of eagles. They will walk and not be weary. They will run and not be weary and walk and not faint. I always thought that Father God was one of the most amazing promises for those of us who are going through times that would make us weary. They would, um, just simply by virtue of just how dark they can be. And it does wear on you, and we need our intimacy to increase with you, Lord Jesus, because that is where our strength is. And we pray that you will help us in that endeavor, that time that we need. It's so difficult because, as you know, Father, uh, Psalm 139, all about well, Psalm 139, you know our coming and our going, our our every thought, every beat of our heart. And you know that the times that we're in right now are very difficult, but we also are aware that many, many are waking up. And we praise you for that, Father, because that just illustrates in such a vivid way the amazing mercy that that you're that you have for the lost and that you would truly want not one to perish let us all always embrace and remember that our bible is the word it is the word of god and and it it is jesus and we have to understand the the importance of the power that you have given us in the name of jesus even in the midst of trials and tribulations we need to understand mark 11:23 that we are to have faith in God, therefore, 
Lord Jesus, you told us that whatever we ask for you in prayer and in faith, and we believe that we've received it, it will be ours. We need to also remember, and we praise you, Father God, for this scripture. Therefore, as Paul said in the, when he was speaking about his thorn in the flesh, I take pleasure in infirmities. I take pleasure in reproaches. I take pleasure in needs. I take pleasure in distresses for Christ's sake, for when I am weak. I am strong. We praise you for that, Father. We thank you for helping us to understand that the walk that we're going through right now was not intended to be easy and that we are stronger when we are weak, that we do have the benefit of the power of the name of Jesus, that that uh, that you are everything to us and that we love you, Father. We love you, Jesus. We pray that we draw in closer to you. If we are able to speak in tongues, I pray in the name of Jesus that uh, anybody who... Uh, uh, is interested in learning or to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and I have received emails from people uh, that they have, uh, please do email me at jbaptist777 at gmail.com, and I will do my very best to find the speaking in tongues uh, version of the prayer vigil where we did a little bit of uh, teaching, teaching about it uh, on the show. And, uh, and I, any, I, anyway, if, if you, uh, here's one of the reasons why I just want to share this with you and we praise you father for this. We just give you all the glory, Lord Jesus. We, we give you all the glory for helping us to understand these things. One of the things that the Lord has shown me, praise you, Father. One of those, th- one of the things that our Father God has shown me, through experientially, I actually experienced this in my life, is, um, but but you would have to have, you would have to experience it. You would have to be a part of it to be able to understand it. And it is kind of you know woven and baked into my testimony, which is available at. Uh, www.tribulation-now.org. Just look in the uh, menu, the drop-down menu, if you're on a mobile device uh, for Johnny Baptist testimony. Uh, I've recently had to put a little update there because I misquoted a chapter and verse, which happens to me all the time when I get when I'm talking real fast. But anyway. Um, Father, we just want to praise you for helping us to understand that the white paper <clears throat> that was uh, released by Brother John Melindy, uh, the testimony of the Satanist who was on assignment to stop the prayers of the saints, thank you for helping us, Father, to understand through my own personal experience and testimony that the one way that we will always be able to bypass the devil, the demons, and the attacks that would come against our prayer lives, uh, that speaking in tongues makes us impervious. We can Speaking in tongues bypasses and does not allow the demons of darkness in the spiritual realm to be able to even see the prayers at all. Therefore, they cannot attack them. Okay, praise you, Jesus. So again, one of the most misunderstood uh, and common uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit is, as it turns out, particularly in this day and age, is bar none, one of the very, very most important ones. And we thank you for revealing it, that to us, Father. We need to understand the mysteries of the Bible, particularly as they apply today in each of our lives. Father, I pray that you bless every single person out there that has their own little belief systems. I don't mean to belittle them. I mean their own belief systems for whatever reason they are, and they're excited about the times. Because you know what, Father? We're all in this together, and you are a father of change. You are a father of 
relenting, and we we praise you for that, Father God, and we thank you for showing us that the word relent does not show up in the King James. It, it is unfortunate because it is wrong. Uh, there's a lot of things that are wrong in the King James, and we praise you for helping us to understand those things. But if you do have the Amplified or the New King James, you'll be able to do a word study on the word relent, and you will understand that all over the Bible, hallelujah, our Heavenly Father does change his mind. Don't even get me going on the book of Jonah and Nineveh and the delay there. So praise God. Father, we just give you all the praise, honor, glory, power. We worship you. You are mighty. We know that you have our backs. We know that you have us covered no matter what happens, no matter how much of this evil is unleashed upon this world. The power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ will always overcome it. We are the beneficiaries of such power. We give you all the praise and worship, Lord. We pray that you will strengthen our spirit. You will strengthen and purify us, Lord, that to the pure, all things are pure, Titus 1.15, and that will become our walk, that we will be true holy, that we will seek you first and the kingdom of God and your righteousness, Father God, for it is your righteousness, not ours. Praise your name. And then all these other things will be given unto us. We thank you, Father God, for those promises. We stand upon those promises, and we cannot wait to serve whatever your will is for each of our lives in the days in the, in, that I believe are in the immediate future. And um, also, uh, we pray, Father, as it says to pray in Luke 21, verse 36, always to be found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth. And my goodness, thank you, Jesus, that we know what they are. And stand before the Son of Man at the line for the wedding supper. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray and praise your holy name. And now to him, our Lord Jesus, who is able to keep us from stumbling and present us faultless in the throne room of God, we can be assured with exceeding joy. For who can climb the holy hill? It is us. And if we seek you with all of our heart, if we pray fervently every single day, if we reside in the secret place of the Most High, we are by you, Father God, we are those who are given the promises of Psalm 91, and we give you all the praise and honor and worship, Father God, for you are our Savior through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us sing to you every morning before we start our day. Let us fall in love with you, absolutely head over heels, totally in love with you, our Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. And to our Savior, our Father, who alone is wise, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Hallelujah and amen.
All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And I was just having a quick uh, messenger-based conversation with somebody who was asking me about uh, speaking in tongues. Listen, folks, as a matter of fact, it's fascinating that we're even talking about this subject because we have gazillions, and I do mean gazillions. And how much is a gazillion? (laughs) I don't know, but it's a lot. Okay. Praise God. Um, And it's been just one of those days, and I'm working on this. This is going to be a 20-hour straight day, no problem for me. Uh, Slept absolutely horribly last night and um you know i'm i'm running on fumes but you know somehow i managed to stay awake during the show at least i almost drifted i mean i don't mean drifted off and fall asleep or anything like that but the thing is i was running late in the preparations of the show as is common uh trying to get everything ready um and uh i just got so many things going on right now i i can't even i won't even attempt to try to explain all the things that are going on. Not, not to mention that I just went from one company that was in trouble and laying everybody off, and now I'm in another company that is showing signs of the same things coming down the pike pipe. So uh, I do super-duper appreciate it if you remember me in prayer because, um, you know, it it's the pipeline for the program. Praise God. So it's, um, you know, and, all, oh, and by the way, also um, – uh, oh, goodness. Let me share this with you real quick. It's so fascinating that we're talking about this. So, you know, um, not everybody will receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit on their first try. And in fact, a lot of people will. Some, some people will. Some people won't. Some pe- you know, we all are different. We are made up of so many different ingredients. Oh, my goodness gracious. Are we made- we are so different. I mean, just read the scripture in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 13 about the body of Christ. Wow. I, I would recommend the NLT because it's absolutely gorgeous how, how it's all put together and just in such a fabulous way. But anyway, um, um, so uh, it's fascinating that, that this particular topic um, came up because I was approached by um, an individual. I like him. I don't want to get into a debate with him. He loves his King James, and that's fine. I just told him, I said, brother, listen, I tell you what, why don't we just go ahead and love upon one another and agree to love each other. I don't want to get into this conversation about the King James. Um, it just, you know. It's just not for me. Um, but anyway, he was, you know, I, I don't even know this person from Adam. I really don't. I mean, uh, he, you know, he did uh, uh, at one point, I think, give testimony on a radio show, and he was asking about, he had listened to my testimony and was asking about a scripture that I quoted incorrectly. I thought the scripture was located in the story about uh, in and uh, Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, for, let, we'll just say further down in the book of Acts uh, with, with Achaia and Priscilla. Uh, and uh, I thought that's where it was. And I, that's where I, what I said just from my memory during this high-speed interview that I was doing with somebody on their radio show, which I saved and put up on tribulation-now.org. Uh, he was listening to it and was, you know, double-checking all my math, right? Anyway, so as he was double-checking the, my math, he couldn't find it. And he called me on it, and I'm like, I'd like to help you, brother, but you're going to have to give me more information. What are you talking about? So anyway, longer uh, the long and short of it all is I was trying to explain that people don't, you know, a lot of people don't understand the receiving of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They don't understand how it works. They don't understand that, that if you have 
one of the reasons why I received it so rapidly as I did is I was only nine years old. And so my faith was so powerful at that time because I was nine years old. I saw what was happening. I saw people going out in spirit. I knew it was real. I just knew that I knew that I knew that I knew. As a matter of fact, uh, well, I'm not going to get into that. That's a, that's a side note. But anyway, um, I had uh, the reason why he called me on the one scripture because he was interested because I had said in my testimony that, you know, people don't receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, in the same manner. In other words, one of the mistakes that the Pentecostal church will commonly make is they don't believe that you've received the baptism of the Holy Spirit unless you have the evidence of speaking in tongues. But I happen to know an awful lot of people that received the baptism of the Holy Spirit but did not receive the gift of speaking in tongues. And it wasn't until later that the the gift of tongues had been made manifest in their lives. As, as a matter of fact, I um, there's a, uh, a preacher out there. His, his name is Daniel... Um, Sweet, S-W-E-E-T. Now, I don't know if he's around anymore, because my goodness, have we been at this for an awful long time. For, for all I know, you know, he, maybe he's with Jesus. I don't know. Um, but, therefore, you know, he, he, he used to put out, and you used to be able to buy for $10. Who cares? That's about the cost of the production of the DVD or whatever, the CD. Um, and you could buy it, and um, it, it would say, how you know, it was a teaching on how to speak in tongues. Now, anyways, and, and the reason he did it was because he believe, as I know as a fact, that a lot of people do receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, uh, but they don't always uh, receive the evidence of speaking in tongues like the Pentecostals believe is mandatory. But the Pentecostals are not reading their scripture very carefully in that case, because if you read it carefully enough, you will see that you know, it, 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 he, I don't have time to go into the teaching, but what I wanted to share with you was this. Okay, so in, um, in uh, oh, goodness gracious, boy, I need better eyes. I am getting so old. And you know what? It, it, it don't, please, you know, you guys that are, you know, going into your 80s and everything, just understand, please, in the name of Jesus, that you're a lot older when you're sitting on your duff for 12 years straight working on a computer. But anyway, um, well, I'll be darned if I didn't just fail to – okay, hold on just a second. Boy, I even I even updated it, and I didn't put the whole chapter and verse in there. I believe it's chapter – oh, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for a, such a hard day. I just love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord, because you make me strong when I am weak. You make me strong when I am weak, and I am very weak. Hallelujah. Um, the source, hold on, Sorcerer's Sin Bible. Okay, praise God. And that is Acts 8, 14 to 21. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and do this live uh, because I feel like it. Uh, I'm going to edit the page because I happen to be on it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And um, again, that is uh, 8 and this verse is 16. Okay, so uh, 8, 16. Okay, this is in Acts chapter 8, verse 16. Hold on a second. 1, 6. I can't type. See below. Okay, so... Um, so anyway, 
Hold on a second. Did I say 16? See, I am really exhausted. Wow. It's not good to not sleep. But anyway, um, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we're all going through whatever it is we're going through, and it just, you know, makes life a little bit challenging. Praise God. So um, anyway, um, let me go ahead and hit the update button. Um, but what you will see there is when I, I remember when I read this, I thought to myself, holy moly, that is just absolutely platinum. That isn't even 24 karat gold. That is a platinum verse. Because I've known just through my life experiences and receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit at the age of nine, which is very innocent, and you believe everything, and you sit and you look up at clouds and you think you're seeing God and all that kind of stuff. You know, and if you're a spiritual person, too, you know, I don't know, you know, I'm not, I'm not giving any credibility to, you know, the zodiac signs and things like that. But I mean, we all know how vastly different we all are. We all know how vastly different our personalities are. Some of us are more critical. Now, uh, some of us are more believing and, and, and we just tend to believe things very easily. There are those of us who want to debunk everything. I can, I, my, my brother-in-law, he's a debunker. Every single thing is a debunker. But I found that one I discovered by accident. I could see the fear in his eyes. And one of the reasons why he debunks everything is because he's afraid. Deep, I mean, here, here's this guy who's in retirement, and I love him, but he's scared. He's afraid that the things that I've talked about are true. It scares him bad. Okay, but anyway, I, you know, but I could see the fear in his eyes, and that's how I knew. But anyway, so, so even though it says in the Bible, uh, you know, and so this is where – it's actually to our advantage that the Pentecostals believe as they do, and, I, and I'll share with you uh, why. And um, this, this, even though I haven't had any sleep, I guess I'll sleep pretty well tonight because uh, I made this a three-hour show, and, and Robert can hang in there. He always does. He's very cool. Um, but anyway, hold on a second. Let me just think here. So First Corinthians, um, I think it's 12 is where the gifts of the Holy Spirit are. Yeah, it says uh, in verse 4, uh, chapter 12, 1 Corinthians – oh, I'm sorry. I dorked it up. First uh, Corinthians chapter 12 – sorry about that. That just goes to show you um, how burned out I am. Uh, chapter 12, and in um, – let me see here. Yeah, and chapter 13, I made a mistake there. That's talking about um, the greatest gift is love. Uh, and that's extremely important. But the um, diversity of the body, you know, unity and diversity in the body. In other words, we're all one in the body of Christ. There's neither man nor woman, Jew nor Gentile. We are all one in the body of Christ. That's in Galatians. I cannot give you the chapter or verse. I don't have that at the tip. Uh, at the tip of the, um, forget it. I'm going to just stutter. So anyway, but I did want to share with you. In verse 4 in chapter 12 of First Corinthians, it says, um, uh, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you, want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away, but a little bit on, you know, I, I want to skip ahead because of time. It says, that, verse 4 says, There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but the same God who works in all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Now listen. Listen to how, 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 that, how that is stated. But the manifestation of the Spirit, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. 
it, it, so you're going to know as I'm reading this that it, in no place here does it say that all of the all the gifts are given to everybody. As a matter of fact, there are some people that believe that the gifts will be made manifest in you at the right time for the purpose of glorifying God. And that does line, line up with Scripture very nicely. Um, uh, verse 8 goes on to say, 4 to 1, I don't know how they missed this. Let me go see, just for grins and giggles, let me see what the King James uh, says here, because that could, that could explain why the Pentecostals are... Um, Okay, there are diversities of spirit, but this, uh, diversities of gifts, but the same spirit, and there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord, and there are diversities of operations, but the same God, which worketh in all, are all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Okay, we just heard that. Verse eight: For to one is given the spirit of the word of wisdom. Now, see, this is where the Pentecostals miss. Now, I will say this. One thing is for sure. If you do start speaking in tongues and the Holy Spirit is brought down on you and you do start speaking in tongues, let me tell you something. That is definitely evidence that you have received. Now, also, you have to be very careful because when the Satanists infiltrate churches, okay, and Satan meets them at these witch covens, what they do is they speak in foreign languages very well. They're very effervescent. They're huggy, wuggy, kissy, wissy. They want, they, they convince everybody that they're speaking in tongues. They're, oh, praise God, and all this kind of stuff. But anyway, um, but um, that's how they infiltrate and get onto the board of directors because the church, again, is going to be almost invariably a 5013C because they want to be able to allow people to write off tax-wise their gifts to the church. Now, I know a lot of people are out there, are a lot of people that are very anti-5013C, and I understand why. I get it. I understand why. I will also say that I use, personally, the 5013C feature of my seeding uh, to allow me to double-seed. Okay, now I hope that this isn't robbing me. I know I'm not supposed to say, you know, to let my left hand tell my right hand, so I'm not really giving you away any secrets, really. I'm just simply sharing with you that for every time the devil tries to come against us, we can take it back away from the devil and turn it into a godly, wonderful thing. Praise Jesus. That's all I'm trying to demonstrate right now. All right, now to that, but see, but, but even in the King James, it says right here, for to one is given the spirit of the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit, by the Holy Spirit. It says the same spirit, but we know it's the Holy Spirit. To another faith by the same spirit. So it's the gift of, gift of faith. To another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to another the workings of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. You understand? So, so it's vitally important to pay attention to the details and not take things for granted and create a doctrine over it because what happens is you miss the opportunity. You, when you don't understand that people can have the baptism of the Holy Spirit but not the gift of speaking in tongues because for whatever reason now, – now, it is the easiest one to get typically, but if you're, a really, if you're a person who puts a lot of thought into things, if you're a very discerning person, if you're a person who wants to make sure something isn't photoshopped and you really kind of stare at it and you do a lot of back homework and stuff like that and you don't really operate easily out of faith and, you're, and you really think things through pretty well, if you're one of those people, guess what? That's a disadvantage. 
It is a disadvantage. So anyway, the reason I wanted to bring up, uh, this is fascinating because I was having this very same conversation with somebody a little bit earlier today because today was a little bit slow in the earlier part of the day. Um, uh, it's, it's just messed up. Some things are going awry at work. And um, like I said, I, I pray fervently for every single listener of this show, and I pray that we all are found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before Jesus at the wedding supper. Hallelujah. And I know it's the wedding supper. Because it's in the context of the Olivet Discourse. Hallelujah. All right. So anyway, so in verse 14 of Acts chapter 8, you see, now when the apostles who, you know, um, it was talking about, um, they call it, it, the subtitle in the New King James is called the Sorcerer's Sin. And it's talking about, you know, um, I, I forget the whole story. I got to go back and read the whole story. It's been a while. As a matter of fact, I got to go back and read the whole book of Acts again because I'm, excuse me. Uh, forgive me because uh, today has not been a good day for health. Let's just put it that way. And so I might um, have moments. But anyway, so it says, now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, verse 15, who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Verse 16, for as yet he, the Holy Spirit, capital H, had fallen upon none of them. Did you hear that? So Peter and John goes down to Samaria, and he's praying, they're praying that these people would receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, because it says in verse 16, for as yet he had fallen upon none of them. The Holy Spirit had fallen, fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then verse 17 goes on to say, Then they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now listen, this is not necessarily a requirement. However, I will say this. I can tell you as an absolute bar none experiential fact that when Satan is able to stop the prayers of the average in the spiritual realm, they can see our prayers rising up as incense, as a wisp of smoke. And if we're not praying through, really leaning in, praying fervently, the devil can get in the way and they can stop those prayers. They need to break into fire, open up and, and uh, 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 I don't know what you want to call it, that firmament or whatever that, I, you know, it's all in, and we've covered this so many times. I, 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 I anyway, so um, maybe that's the, the, the got it covered again. Maybe we do. Maybe we do. But anyway, the point is this. I can tell you as an absolute fact that the one time your prayers will not be stoppable by the devil is when you're speaking in tongues. So when I have a really, really, really bad night or whatever, and I can barely form words when I wake up the next day and I'm like trying to, I'm like going to myself, oh, Lord Jesus, please help me because I've got a hard day ahead. And um, it, you know, I will, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll mention the person by name and then I'll just speak in tongues. Okay, but you have to understand, the only reason I'm doing that is, is as a demonstration. I do realize that the Apostle Paul did admonish and explain in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 that the, that the people in the church are not supposed to be speaking in tongues unless there's somebody there to, to translate it with the gift of the translation of tongues. I understand that. But I was doing it for demonstration purposes 
tongues only. Okay, so now, now that being said, as a matter of fact, Paul does explain that you can speak in tongues for the purpose of demonstrating it to an unbeliever. Now, I'm not suggesting the people listening to the show are unbelievers, but I am suggesting that I am trying to help you to understand something that is a mystery of the Bible, which God has shown me not only scripturally, but also uh, in my own personal experience. So embedded in my testimony, there was a point in, there was a moment in time where I was up to some serious mischief with a handful of people. The police came. Uh, I was going to jail for probably better part of the rest of my life, actually, uh, and um, because of the mischief I was into, and um, yeah, I was young and not very smart and very backslidden, extremely backslidden. And when the and I had never even so much. I mean, the only thing I had ever gotten was like maybe a speeding ticket. And um, uh, anyway, long story short, the police were going through my car, and I and the lights. There were six of them in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and um, the, all six police cars were. I guess it was about six police cars. I'm pretty sure it was about six. Maybe it was four. I can't remember. It's way, way long ago. But what I do remember is that they were searching the car, and if they had completed the search of the car, the outcome would have been extremely bad. Well, anyway, so I, you know, they got us all, you know, with our hands on the hood of the car, which of course is standard operating police procedure, and I. In the midst of all of this, even under the influence of naughty stuff, I was speaking in tongues. And a boy was I speaking in tongues. Okay, and let me tell you something. With those red and blue lights flashing all around me, I heard over the PA system, because when they're searching people's cars, they get out of the cars, they gather around. We've all seen people getting pulled over, and there's like four or five police cars around. Well, that's what it was. My hands were on the hood of the car. They were searching the car. I was going to jail for a very long time. I started speaking in tongues. All of a sudden, over the PA system, because what they do is they flip a switch so they can hear the police radio over the PA while they're doing their work. Okay? Well, they they did that. They did that. And I could hear the radio coming over, you know, the PA system of one of the police cars as they were ripping through my car. And it, it, was, it was something like, you know, 514, 714, all hands. We have a 547 in, in progress. We need all, you know, and I, literally all the police stood back. They got out of my car. They said, it's your lucky day, punk. Throw all this stuff away. And they jumped in their police cars and they drove away. So don't nobody tell me that the gift of speaking in tongues isn't important. Anyway, so I'm living walking evidence of these things. Um, My whole life has been very, very supernatural. And if you feel like it, uh, it's about two hours long. It was on somebody else's radio show. You can listen to it. But I did have to put a correction uh, because uh, this other individual – um and anyway decided that he wanted to start asking me questions about this like a gazillion years later i don't know why but anyway uh, they just appeared out of nowhere and started asking questions and then they were like well i'm king james only and i'm like then brother then why don't we just uh, agree to love each other and i'll see you on the other side have a nice day because <laughs> i'm not you know if he wants to love his king james and hug his king james and everything fine my brother my brother-in-law was like i love my esv and i said good 
great. As long as you're reading it, <laughs> you know, that's a whole lot more than 99% of everybody out there that calls themselves a Christian does. Amen. Praise God. All right. Now, anyway, on that note, we got so much to cover and that's why I made this a three hour show. If I drop over and just stop talking and you don't hear me no more, don't be surprised. Okay. And please don't don't call the police. Okay. Just let me sleep. Okay. Hallelujah. All right, praise God. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I gotta clear the uh I gotta clear the console. I was running so late today, praise Jesus. All right, kids, are you ready? Oh. Wow. All right. A special shout out to Mary Lee for sending some more kids uh, jokes, although I had a pretty good amount. Boy, I am set for a while. Maybe until Jesus gets here. Hallelujah. The way things are going, it looks like it ain't going to be that long for the barley harvest. I don't know, though. We'll just have to wait and see. Hang in there, folks. I know a lot of people going through a lot of ugly, a lot of ugly, a lot of depression. Try to pull yourself out of it. It's a very dangerous place to be. Trust me. Once you slip into that state of depression, my goodness gracious, it's going to take a long time. It can take a long time to fight your way back out of it, a lot of prayer. And if you're not good at spiritual warfare prayer and you're not, I mean, really, really, really good at spiritual warfare prayer, um, bad things can happen. Let's just leave it at that. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, kids. Once again, what did the house wear to the party? What did the house wear to the party? Address. <laughs> Kids, come on. The house wore a, a dress. An address. That's pretty clever. I liked it too. Okay, kids. What are sharks' two most favorite words? What are a shark's? Ooh, this is kind of creepy. I can't believe I'm reading this. See, I don't read these in advance. I don't. I just grab them and I cut them and paste them and cue them up. And you know what's interesting? <laughs> I I was just watching some kind of a wacky commercial, and it had like that guy Clint from the original movie Jaws kicking at the head of of Jaws, trying not to get sucked into his mouth. I joke you not. I was just seeing that a couple of minutes ago. Praise Jesus. This is amazing. But anyway, what are a shark's two most favorite words, kids? Man overboard. Well, that's pretty funny, don't you think? Okay, you got me there. No, it's not funny when somebody goes overboard and a shark eats them. All right, kids, kids, what are skele- why are skeletons so calm? Because nothing gets under their skin. <laughs> nothing gets under their skin. Come on, you can give me that one, too. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So, um, oh, I wanted to share this with you. I certainly do not have time to do it. However, um, let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. Skimming, 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 skimming. Oh, I'm so happy I made this a three-hour show. So anyway, um, a brother who I got to meet is awesome. He's an awesome brother in Christ, and I hope I get to meet him again. But anyway, um, his name is uh, – I'll just use his – initials it's uh for privacy purposes it's uh kh okay anyway so we got to meet and have dinner together and it was, it was very enjoyable very nice he even brought my dogs a treat and they loved it and it was just super cool all right so anyway he said um he said to me 
Um, I hear you talk down precious metals. I agree with you that they will not save, and you know, mean save anyone's souls or whatever, uh, or save anyone in the when the economic world tanks. And I certainly know uh, that you can't eat them. Okay, but I think that there will be a day. It's not too far off that they will soar in value as the dollar crashes. And you know, he goes on and explains some of his logic behind it and everything like that. And I said, I said to him, I said, let's play a game. Number one, you wake up. Number two, all the banks have moved over to central bank digital currencies or CBDCs. Number three, your phone now has a message on it. It says to access your bank, you must accept this FedNow app. Your phone is not usable unless you press the button. Number four, your investment accounts where your gold and silver is located is frozen in the CBDCs by force e.g. Lear Capital and all them, okay? Because we already know that if you have personal possession of the actual gold itself, you're going to get shot and killed, so it doesn't really help you out very much. No one's going to accept it anyway. They're just going to kill you. Number five, you cannot legally access your gold and silver account without the FedNow digital cert. Number six, Personal ownership of gold is now illegal, just like it was in 1933 under Roosevelt, which, by the way, was a 33rd degree mason and intentionally started World War II. People do not understand, oh gosh, I, the occult origins of the United States. When I hear people, I, I appreciate it. The only real Christians who came over were the uh, the ones that were like the Amish, the Effort of Cloisters, the uh, Quakers. People, you know, the Quakers, I'm not going to get into it. I, um, I read a lot of books. Let's just leave it at that. Um, number seven, cash is no longer legal tender. How again is this gold slash silver going to benefit you? So that's how I posed it to him. And then um, his response was, um, would personal ownership of silver be illegal as well? And, I, you know, I, I, I do see the danger that a little bit of having all your eggs in one basket. And so he, no doubt, I, I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to, you know, be smart. And, oh, my goodness, is everybody, anybody out there, my gosh, if you listen to Glenn Beck, you name it, any one of them, they're all sending out gaz- I mean, it's it's endless. It's endless floods of spamarama trying to tell you you need to move your money over into gold. And gold is going to soar as 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 the markets collapse. Gold will soar. That's absolutely true. But it doesn't get around the scenario that I used at all. Then I answered and I said, "So herein lies the challenge. You are a human. They are not." And they hate your guts so much that they would do anything to rip your body to shreds and watch you bleed out while they laugh. See, most people don't understand how evil the evil is that we're dealing with. That's the problem. It's one of the reasons why the Lord had me study satanic ritual abuse, um, all these horrible things, you know, things that Robert is still recovering from, Montauk, all that stuff. When he talks about Montauk, folks, listen carefully to what he says. He's explaining to you that there were a lot of children that died. It's really, really bad what Robert had to go through, and he's still recovering. And that was just the tip of the iceberg. So when he says that he saw Pence shapeshifting into a reptilian, he isn't joking. And you know what? Based on the way that Pence is behaving and has behaved, I believe Robert is absolutely right. He is a shapeshifting reptilian. Absolutely. 
masquerading as a Christian. Anyway, it goes on and says, that's why the Lord had had me spend three years studying satanic rituals and Satan's and, and their and Satan's tactics and all that kind of stuff. Don't even get me going. I used to know. I I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. It's so sick. But I, I I explained to him. I said, when you know your enemy and you know their end game and you know how deeply they hate you and you also know that they will leave no stone unturned. Ezekiel seven nineteen. They will throw their silver and gold into the streets. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I'm sorry. They will throw their silver into the streets and their gold will be like refuge. Their silver and their gold will not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. All right. And remember. <sighs> You know, could there be some benefit for for a short period of time? Maybe. Could be. I don't know. But, you know, I'm not really sure the way the CBDC thing is coming down is – no, it doesn't sound like it. They're, they're really planning on shutting everything totally down. Okay. Um, and then also I, I – quoted Ecclesiastes 7.14, uh, in the day of prosperity, be joyful, but in the day of adversity, consider, surely God has appointed one as well as the other. Then I said, remember during the Pizzagate scandal, the five officers that saw the Hillary Clinton video on the laptop? Three of them quit the police force, and no one is sure where they are, and two of them, as I vaguely recall, needed to be committed into, psychiatric, into a psychiatric ward. Remember the scene uh, where Hannibal Lecter cut the skin of the face off of his victim and wore it like a mask in the movie Silence of the Lamb. Not only did Hillary do that to a 15-year-old girl tied to a table, but she also drank her blood on the video. That's how sick this stuff is. And I said, brother, they will leave no stone unturned. The problem is we, and actually the whole human race for that matter, I don't care, red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. The whole world does not, human beings do not understand these things. They don't. We don't. These are not human. These are tares. Tares look like, oh, oh, get this, get, 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 oh, I've I got to tell you this. Okay, this requires a trumpet fanfare. So get this, there's a scene in the TV series that I believe is still available to watch on Netflix. I hope it is. If not, it's worth paying a little bit to see, even if, if you only watch the first season or so. It's called V for Visitors. V for visitors. Now, if you re- I don't know if you remember me saying this, but I was saying that there's a pro- proliferation or a wide up here I go again with my indigestion, how fun. Um I'll, there's a bunch, let's leave it that way. We'll just there's a bunch of videos out there on the internet that show Biden with a rubber mask on. And then there's the one with Fauci wearing a rubber mask. Are you with me now? Are you following along? And I thought to myself, I I remember saying on the radio show, the only reason I can think that they would need to wear a rubber mask would be if they weren't able to get enough blood to maintain their shape. Because that's what allows the fallen seraphim or reptilian beings to be able to change their shape into the shape of men. We've covered this with Zen Garcia on shows years and years and years ago. This is not 
this is very well-known information. By the way, it's covered in uh, the Emerald Tab Tablets of Thoth, uh, the uh, Testament of Rumid out of the Dead Sea Scrolls, and also the Testament of Amaran. Okay, so anyway, um, so what's fascinating is I have for many, 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 many years, 12 actually, I think it's been 12, maybe slightly less. Um, I don't remember exactly when V for Visitors came out. It must, it was, has to be less than 12. But anyway, um, when it came out, Zen and I, Zen Garcia and I were on the phone together. We were like, are you kidding me? Holy moly! Because it was so accurate with what both of us understand is highly likely to occur at some point. Now, in that either season one or season two, I forget, I think it's season one, there is a scene where one of the reptilian beings takes their rubber mask and rips it so that you're able to see that they're a reptilian under the mask. Now, guess what? If you go to blogtalkradio.com, forward slash tribulation dash now and you look at the slideshow for this radio program you will see that image okay and and you and you're gonna you're gonna have a, a moment like i did you're gonna be like oh my gosh so when the bible says we prophesy in part <laughs> I had no idea. I just guessed. I had no idea. It didn't hit me until I was putting the slideshow up for this radio show tonight at blogtalkradio.com forward slash tribulation dash now that um, when I, I put that picture, I just and I clicked it and I went, hey, that person's ripping a mask. See, I thought it was kind of cheesy when I saw it on V for Visitors. I really did. I thought it was a cheesy, cheesy scene. Because I already knew that they drank blood to maintain their shape, okay? Uh, you know, but anyway, then I thought to myself, the other day I was like, why are all of these – so many rubber masks out there? And I said, the only reason I could think that they would have to wear a rubber mask is to hide because they're not able to get enough blood to maintain their shape. Or they can't take a chance on shape shifting. That's another problem too. So, um, you know, because they're in front of the camera all the time. So anyway um, – uh, or there's people around them all the time, or whatever the case is. But that is just amazing. So anyway, I just had to share that with you. That um, I'm sorry, but it, you know, now if you're new to this program and you weren't around for the first, you know, five years of programs, and you're not privy to some of the stuff that we covered in, in vast detail in the first uh, handful of years, I got to dig up some of those old Zen Garcia shows. This is some amazing stuff. Let me tell you what. It's just it's, it's an awful lot of work to sanitize them though. Because back then in those days, I did not know I was breaking copyright by playing, you know, Christian music all the time. But yes, I was. I was actually in danger of losing my house and had no idea because that's how ignorant I was about copyright. But anyway, I did want to share that with you because that is what we are dealing with. This is the depth of the darkness that we are dealing with. People out there do not understand these things. And when you do not understand these things, it makes you very vulnerable. Very vulnerable. Now then, that's one of the reasons why, you know, um, Elena is so passionate about the things that she shares, and, and Robert as well. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, we're going to head into the news. Uh, Robert, uh, hang in there for me. We got uh, extra time tonight, uh, so that's good. Uh, but I needed time to get this out because, as we know, the United States is in the midst of collapsing right now. But, uh, 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 well, 
Okay, there's all kinds of crazy, wacky things happening right now, and we're going to cover those right now. Ready, get set, hallelujah, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. Uh, wrong. It's not normal. This is disturbing. <laughs> Game over. All right, praise God. The first thing I'm going to do is play a little Glenn Beck ditty on the Durham report, which is, by the way, the chatter of everybody. Everybody's pumped. This is the big moment that they get to impeach Biden. Let's listen to these audio bites and see what you think after I play them for you. How about that? We'll start out with Glenn Beck. Here we go. Hold on a second. Let's go to uh, Jake Tapper, because I think this one is uh, the only example of an honest uh, reporter from yesterday on the Durham report. Here's what he said on CNN. CNN. Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped, and it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans vote for. It, it is, regardless, devastating to the FBI, and to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. Wait, so you know. Jake Tapper was one of the first ones to really jump on that bandwagon and say, this is true. He was, he is involved in a Russia scandal. So for him to reverse himself, that's a big deal. All right. Now, um, I'm not going to go deeper into this because he starts getting into an awful lot of detail that's irrelevant to make the point that I think we all need to be aware of. Praise God and thank you, Jesus. So you're, you're welcome, of course. I, I would encourage you to go to the Glenn Beck uh, YouTube uh, channel and look for the Durham report explained. Here's everything we learned. All right. Now, that being said, um, and I haven't even listened to Redacted's commentary on it, and quite frankly, I don't really need to because they, too, do not understand the depth of the darkness, the satanic power that we're dealing with. It's bad. Robert knows a lot about that, all right, and so does Lena, and very few other people do. All right, now, all that being said, uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this other clip from another individual, and I honestly, special counsel John Durham, no. Anyway, this is another CNN reporter. Let's go ahead and listen to what they have to say. I did not listen to this in advance, or I think I might have a couple days ago. Here we go. The, uh, the investigation found... Uh, that the FBI failed in many, many ways, things that we already knew from a previous uh, Inspector General report. And I'll read you just a part of it, uh, 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 of John Durham's conclusion. He says, based on the review of Crossfire Hurricane and related intelligence activities, we conclude that the department and the FBI failed to uphold their important mission of strict fidelity to the law in connection with certain events and activities described in this report. This is all right. That is another reporter from CNN. Now, what I want to tell you right now is that if you go out and you search around about this on using Google and such, they're all in a state of denial. They won't talk about it at all. It's almost like it never happened. And they're setting up the entire gullible, you know, 
Mulvaney Bud Light drinking world, uh, you know, for ignorance. Okay, because that's how it operates. That's how they work. Okay, so this is, by the way, the same way. If you want, if there is a um, like a Pulse Club massacre or anything like that, or a San Bernardino event or whatever the case is, if you or or a January sixth, you got to get the videos quick, folks. You got to be Johnny on the spot, and I. Pun not intended, okay? But I'm just letting you know, you got to be joining on the spot because if you get the videos early on, then you have them because they're going to be taken down so fast, unbelievably so. I am so glad I took down the January 6th video that I have because if I would be, they would, they'd hunt me down like an animal. <laughs> so I don't have it, <laughs> okay? Praise God. All right, so all that being said, um, I want to continue serving the Lord, and this is going to have to be sorted out by God. He's the one who protects us. He's the one who feeds us. He's the one who takes care of us. He's the one who puts clothing on our back. He's the one who is going to miraculously protect us in the days ahead. I believe it with all of my heart. Pray always to be found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before Jesus hopefully in line, I think so, at the wedding supper. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, we are the fig tree generation. All right. Obama knowingly participated in the fraud, according to this. This is Jesse Waters. Now, remember, remember, watch out. Rupert Murdoch is a shape-shifting reptilian. Be advised. All right. So what's going to happen at Fox? Hmm. I know they're changing the guard again. Laura Ingram just lost her job. Ruh-roh. Something big cometh our way. All right, so anyway, listen to this. This is uh, another clip from Fox in this case. A presidential campaign, Donald Trump's campaign spied on. I mean, it's, it's amazing. If there's something like this in American history, I don't know what it is. And that's why I say there needs to be prosecutions. There needs to be accountability. And the FBI has got to be overhauled now, top to bottom. It's got to be completely reformed. It cannot go on like it is. What did you think of when you saw Barack Obama tell Fox, we don't do anything corrupt? I don't know about pending investigations. I don't even talk to people about pending. Meanwhile, you have Durham saying he was briefed on the whole thing while it was happening. Yeah, it just is one more example of the Democrats and, frankly, the political class in Washington saying anything they want, telling any lie they want to try to maintain their power. He knew, he knew, Obama knew that Hillary was trying to frame Trump, essentially. He knew that they were cooking this up and trying to weaponize the FBI, and he knew it was succeeding, and he went out and he lied about it. All these people lied about and it. Senator, and Senator, the worst part, he, he's acting like it's, he's not a part— Obama's acting like he's not a part of the Obama administration. It was his Justice Department. Yeah, exactly. It was his CIA. It was. It was his FBI. It's like Biden all of a sudden has no connection to the Biden family. Everybody can bribe the Biden family. It has nothing to do with Joe Biden. Are we getting to the point now, Senator, where the FBI and the CIA are just more powerful? On like this. Yes. I mean, when you can interfere in a presidential election like this, when you can wiretap an opponent's campaign, when you can lie to a court, let's not forget that. Yeah. The FBI lied repeatedly to a secret court to continue to get wiretaps on Trump and his associates, their campaign. When you can do that, yes, that is a threat to American democracy. That is a threat to the will of the people. And you have to ask yourself, who's really in charge here? This is why we've got to reform the FBI, break it up. It cannot go on as it is. It is a threat. 
to our democracy and to the will of the people. And the other point I'd make, Jesse, is some of these people who did this with Hillary Clinton are in government now, like Jake <laughs> Sullivan, the yeah. national security advisor. He's in government now. He, he cooked this up with Clinton. There needs to be repercussions. There needs to be repercussions. Yes, of course. Amen. Praise God. All right. Hallelujah. So uh, then um, I should probably be downloading all of these. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, stuff moves so fast. Who's got the time? And what am I going to do with it anyway? I've got terabytes of this stuff going back for 12 years. Okay. So if that ain't enough, now you're going to hear the rest of the story. Buckle up. This was broadcast on Fox, and this has James Comer on it, who is a representative. Of, uh, but anyway, listen to this, the rest of the story. Are there whistleblowers or informants missing right now? Well, with, with, with what we've investigated and the people that we've tracked down, uh, going back to the CEFC, uh, the two main players in that business, as well as all the Americans that were involved in the uh, different Biden uh, influence peddling schemes, as well as the Serbian national, uh, the nine of the 10 people uh, that we've identified that have very good knowledge with respect to the Biden, they're, they're one of three things. Maria, they're either currently in court, they're currently in jail, or they're currently missing. So it's of the utmost importance that the FBI work with us to be able to try to identify uh, what research they've done, what investigations they've done, because we have people that want to come forward. But honestly, Maria, they fear for their lives. Not only are the Biden lawyers and the Biden White House intimidating them, the media is trying to intimidate and discredit them. And I think if you look at the Rasmussen poll, you know, seven in 10 Americans are very concerned that Joe Biden's involved in a, a public corruption. All right. Enough, 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 enough is enough is enough. Okay. Let's go further. Let's get some more testimony here. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene making a comment in regard to this. That was in re it's all linked together, by the way, folks, just so you know. That's why it's well relevant. Talking about is involves a lot of money and and the most powerful position in the world, the presidency of the United States. And I want to be very clear with everyone watching again today. Our whistleblower that brought us evidence that leads directly to Joe Biden, that Joe Biden took a payment from a foreign national in exchange for foreign policy favors, that whistleblower is not lost and they are safe, but they do fear for their lives. That whistleblower came through us, uh, thankfully, through the help of Senator Grassley. So that is, that is a fact, that is the truth. But other whistleblowers, yes, they are missing. They're either in court, uh, they're in jail, or we cannot talk with them at this time because they can't be found. This is a very real situation that we're talking about, and our investigation is so important, Steve, um, that this will bring down the President of the United States. That's what she wants to believe, but it's not what's going to happen. Global Satanic Crime Syndicate. Global Satanic Crime Syndicate. We are talking about 
unbelievable power. All right, so we will continue. Greg Gutfield uh, goes on a rant regarding Donald Trump. Let's listen to this. Um, wonder if this is going to get him kicked off the program. Could be. He just got his own show. So we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, he goes off. So let's listen to this. Very relevant. People saying that the country will not survive Trump, then your moral duty is to cheat, right? And you should cheat. It, like if somebody is telling everybody that this person is a modern-day Hitler, it is your duty to do whatever is possible to stop him. In fact, if you actually play by the rules, you're a traitor, right? So the good, they created a devil that was so big and so vast that made all actions permissible. And it made every institution, as, as the judge was saying, subject to suspicion, right? So you can bury stories, you can create hoaxes, you can fund smears. It can go anywhere because this person must be stopped. It's Hitler, an existential threat. And so what happens is now we're left and none of it's true. And so we had a half a decade hoax that infected and undermined every institution because we were made to believe this person is evil. And then people make fun of people who are skeptical about an election. Why shouldn't they be skeptical about an election when the DOJ and the FBI and the, and the mainstream media and the tech companies and the Chamber of Commerce are all in on the same thing? Uh, why shouldn't the election be called into question, right? Shouldn't a hero try to fix the election, right? Shouldn't a hero do that? If you're up against Hitler, that's where we ended up. And you can't go and condemn people for so-called conspiracy theories when you were going around telling everybody this guy was worse than Hitler. What do you think Rupert's uh, thinking right now? <laughs> okay. Now, that may sound like I just put a sprinkle on the cupcake, but I did it. It gets worse. <laughs> so buckle up. Here we go. Oh, wait a minute. I better not allow all these gazillions of I don't close it down some of these browser windows. It's, my computer will probably blue, blue screen <laughs> right in the middle of the show. That's actually happened before, and I had to, I was very fortunate to be able to get back up on and connect back on. All right, here's here's the sprinkles on the cupcake. This is Devin Nunes. Listen to what he has to say about all this. By the way, he is bar none the most credible individual of all of these people. And why is that? Because he's already gone through it. He has experienced it personally. All right. Shall we listen? Shall we listen? Here we go. All right. Hold on. I'll have to do that again. Old Joe is going to be punchy tonight. And I'll try again. Here we go. Fied on me. They got subpoenas against my lawyers. I was the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. The Department of Justice went and got subpoenas against my lawyers while I was conducting an investigation. A, you know, we're supposed to be a separate branch of government. They put my lawyers under subpoena, went and got all their emails, bank records, everything else, effectively spying, reverse spying on me. So if they would do that back in 2017, uh, you think that people won't wow. go missing? This is what Comer and Jordan and company have to watch out for because we're dealing with a very corrupt Department of Justice and FBI at this point. Okay. I'm also going to play one more thing that uh, 
that uh, Devin Noon says on this one particular Newsmax because it kind of ties it all together a little bit. I won't play the whole thing because it's kind of long, but anyway, we need to hear it. Because I'm telling you, folks, what we're going to be hearing is a whole bunch of people saying, oh, yeah, we got Biden now. Finally, everything's going to change. Hold on a second. All right, here we go. Member of the House Intelligence Committee, Devin Nunes. Congressman, great to have you. Thanks for being uh, available at a moment's notice. You know, saying that the FBI launched the Russia collusion hoax with no proof, well, it, it's proof in my mind of how, how much our government has fallen. But also, here's, here's another aspect of this that's being reported. Durham finds DOJ and the FBI failed to uphold its mission of strict fidelity to the law in the Trump-Russia probe. You know what I'm not hearing, Congressman? I'm not hearing about any consequences for their breaking the law. Are you? No, and look, uh, Chris, this is just breaking now, and you know it's an over 300-page report. And you know one of the things that we need to do is, and I need to do as somebody who worked on this for many years, is I need to go and read that report. And you know, so far it looks like there is a lot of, it's brought a lot of clarity to some issues just in my first read of it. But you've asked this, you've you've focused in on the right thing, and that is, who's going to pay a price? And the answer is, no one's going to pay a price, but. That was always the case. I think I had said this this earlier this year that the longer Durham was there, the better it was. Hopefully Durham could, could get as much as he could in this report. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, the Biden administration controls what Durham does. And, you know, until Durham speaks, uh, it was, it's, you know, we're not going to know, you know, did he make these decisions or did someone pressure him? But it was always kind of a head scratcher when they brought these you know, brought these indictments that were they into Washington, D.C., and really Durham put the FBI on and the DOJ on trial there. So I take this from my early just cruising of the, of the, of the report, and that is that the Department of Justice and the FBI are solely owned by the Democratic Party and their propaganda machine. And this Durham report mm-hmm. ought to scare the living hell out of everyone because Think about this. It's only gotten worse since this time period. We're talking about 2016 Absolutely. and 2017 and 2018. Changed the course of human history. It changed the course of our election. Remember, we had to sit through year after year after year of this nonsense of Trump and Republicans having something to do with Russia. Chris, even to this day, you have lunatics that say that every single day. So the Department of Justice, the FBI, congratulations, you scumbags. You have successfully poisoned the minds of millions of Americans, while at the same time, you're going to have half of America, including myself, who doesn't trust anything the Department of Justice or the FBI have to say. That's what they've Absolutely, that's what they've absolutely. There. All right, so this should scare the living hell out of everyone, he says. And he's very adamant. Nothing is going to happen. As a matter of fact, the next headline is... Election group with ties to George Soros and Zuckerberg are meeting in Washington, D.C. for a conference that is closed to the public. So they're getting ready to do damage control. They're shutting down everything. They're going to censor, 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 and start throwing people in jail. And let me tell you something. That person, that one last person that Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene said that they still have, that can, has the ability to testify, you know, makes it 
to testify? You think it's going to change anything? No. All the CNN talking heads will save their jobs because they worship money. They have no – anyway, it is, it is what it is, and you know, we're going to see the same – it's going to repeat again. Just like right now, you go to any one of a 100 news media outlets, you're going to see how Joe Biden has now got Title 42, and he's reenacted this, and he's sending people away from the border. No, it's a lie. I played you the, the Owen Troyer uh, videotape from, or, or the audio from the last show, uh, and, and he was explaining about the hundreds and hundreds of buses okay, that, they, that they've been sneaking in through covert uh, transport pathways, okay, full, and they're busing them all over the United States, and then they're coming on, you know, Yahoo News and MSNBC and every other place, and they're still lying to us just like they always do because that's what they do. And they're going to kill people, and they're going to wipe them out, and everybody's out there thinking something's going to change. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. Nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a thing anymore. <laughs> oh, but then again, maybe I'm wrong because after all, I thought I'd share this with you. We'll just tie a little ribbon on it. There is, if you go in your web browser to weareready.world, weareready.world, W-O-R-L-D, weareready.world, you will see, and here's what it has on their main page. It says, hey, globalist, you overplayed your hands. We see you. We know your plans. Guess what? We are many, and we are united. Dun, dun, dun. Look out, you globalists. Look out, you shape-shifting reptilians. Look out, you fallen seraphim. Look out, you guys. Look out, because we're going to rally. We're going to march in the streets. We have over 191 locations worldwide, and we're selling T-shirts and everything else, and we're going to march, and we're going to – we're going to – we're going to – what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Um, yeah, I mean, hmm. So, not sure we're going to do much of anything. Um, let's see here. See if I can find this one. Oh, doggone it. That's not the one. Oh, I got five of them. Oh, okay, cool. All right, listen to this one-minute and 22-second clip with Dr. Bill Deagle, who is gifted with a remarkable gift of Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit gift of discernment, and that's a gift I would not like to have at the level that he has it. Really creepy stuff. But anyway, and plus he was involved in the black ops as a doctor, a medical doctor in the black ops. Imagine that. What a combination. So anyway, let's hear what he has to say about his personal in-person meeting with Hillary Clinton. Here we go. Two very prescient examples, because I know we talked about Hillary Clinton, where they basically said now if she goes for the uh, nomination for uh, the 2016 presidency in the Democratic Party, she's got major... Groups are now coming behind her, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And so he, she, her family are the Rodhams. The Rodhams have been known as high-level satanic ritual abuse, pedophile, flesh-eating Satanists for hundreds and hundreds of years. Rick Clinton, 
she was thousands of times more evil than any other individual I've ever met in a palpable, dark majesty of evil, liquid, satanic Lilith, daughter of Lucifer himself. Wow. Okay? Did you look her in in the eye? Yes. I looked in her eye, straight in her eye, Mm -hmm. and what I saw was not a diminutive, you know, relatively short, uh, plainly dressed, but, you know, cold-faced. Her hand was as cold as a wet mackerel. <clears throat> and her stare was like looking right into into death. Mm-hmm. But when I looked at her, I could see in the other dimensional plane, uh, not a five foot three or four diminutive female. I saw a fourteen to sixteen foot Draco reptilian monstrosity. All righty then. <clears throat> you think the people that are going to testify or are going to survive or not and they never do praise god thank you jesus hallelujah yeah it's a little bit of this isn't it the only problem is it's real that's what's known as a tear t-a-r-e tear they look like us but they're nothing like us. And they were planted there by who? Satan, just like Jesus said. Okay. Anyway, let's go ahead and burn through the rest of these uh, news reports and bring on Brother bring on brother Robert Vandrius Mitchell, who has been waiting very patiently on the sidelines. And I'm sure he's got his Montauk juices flowing, if you know what I'm saying. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, again, Robert, I tip my uh, hat to you, brother, for warning us a long time ago that uh, that Pence was a uh, shapeshifter. At first, I was a little taken back by that, and I was surprised to hear it. No, I'm not. <laughs> anyway, but uh, – and oh, by the way, we also know why uh, the rubber masks are out there. It, my guess was right. It turns out, Robert, that the, uh, the rubber masks are because they don't have enough blood to maintain their shape, and there are too many people around them. So they're wearing these rubber masks to hide, just like in the TV, TVCs – I used to call it the ABC miniseries – V for Visitors, but it's no longer the ABC miniseries, it's just called V for Visitors. But there's a scene in there where one of the reptilians actually tears its rubber mask and reveals the scaly reptilian face underneath it. I used to think that was kind of weird that they did that because I knew that they maintained their shape through drinking blood, but uh, no, no. No, no, it's no longer funny. It's actually real stuff nowadays. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next thing up. Moscow claims the first intercept of the United Kingdom made long-range projectile. So the United Kingdom has, well, you know, kind of escalated the war situation dramatically. Um, also, there's a lot of lying, satanic reports out there that the uh, that the Patriot missile system. Listen, um, uh, Doc, uh, Colonel Douglas McGregor and Scott Ritter both said, but especially Colonel Douglas McGregor uh, had made it very clear that the Patriot missile system is phenomenally difficult, phenomenal expensive, uh, incredible million-dollar-per-missile kind of a thing. Uh, Actually, it's more than that. And then the actual system itself is about $1.2 billion. So when he heard that they were sending the Patriot system over there, he said, and by the way, it's incredibly difficult to use. So they won't be able to be successful no matter what. Even if they wanted to be, and it wouldn't matter anyway, because it cannot possibly, no way, there is no physical way possible in all the universes, there is no possible way that a Patriot uh, uh, missile defense system 
even if it's run by the most greatest experts in the world that design it, whatever the case is, it cannot stop. It cannot stop a hypersonic missile. And so Colonel Douglas McGregor said that they are going to set up a multi-billion dollar defense system. No one's going to know how to use it. And Russia's going to take it out the first day they try. And that's exactly what happened. So if you read anything else out there, that's not what you're going to hear. It's not what you're going to hear. You're going to hear them lying. Because all we have is lies, 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 lies. And the saddest thing of all, and sometimes I actually just sit there and weep in the morning when I'm looking at some of this stuff. I mean, I do. I just sit there weeping. Because I, there's a part of me that wants the Marjorie Taylor Greens to be right. There's a part of me that wants, you know... And then, you know, then I talk to my sister, you know, I miss her and stuff. And, you know, I, I can't talk to my, my one sister, I can't talk to her because she'll be like dancing around going, Donald Trump is coming back. Donald Trump is coming back, coming back, coming back. And I'll be, I just, I just will just, I just, I'll, I'll have to shave my head and go hand out daisies at the airport dressed in orange or something. I won't be able to take it. All right. Anyway, so, um, but at least my other sister's starting to wake up a little bit. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. All right. Uh, Russia to build migrant villages for conservative American expats. How about that? So the Russian authorities will launch a construction of villages outside of Moscow for conservative-minded Americans and Canadians next year. The -the state-of-the-art run RIA Novosti News Agency reported on Thursday. Now, it goes on to explain that Russia has some challenging migration laws. Uh, I told Tatiana, who's – she said, well, darn it. She goes, I still have my um, citizenship in Ukraine, so that could be a problem. But she said that if uh, the Russian Federation takes over um, and annexes – uh, oh, I can't believe I'm so tired. I'm forgetting the name of the town. That is just so bad of me. But anyway, it's like the, uh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, so, um, Odessa. Okay. Yeah, there I got it. All right. Thank you, Jesus. All right. All right. Next one up. Hallelujah. So anyway, the only, the only thing is what, what's unfortunate is you really wouldn't be, I don't know. So here's the thing. We brought on a guy by the name of Michael Mullins many years ago, and he uh, wrote a book called War of the Angels. And he was actually in the throne room of God during the judgment upon the United States when Russia was launching their missiles against the United States to burn it to the ground, the nuclear missiles, which is Revelation 18. And Michael saw Jesus directing the missiles to their targets. And you might say, no way. Well, the other thing that he saw was that 60% of Russia was also wiped out. Now, you might say, now, how could that be? You have to understand United States Navy boomer protocol. Once they lose contact with the mothership, they launch. They break the two little deals. They read the little special numbers that they have out of there, and they turn the keys together, and they launch. That's just how it is. So unless you could get like some way to get get into Siberia and get out, you know, go, go over to like the Kamchatka Peninsula or whatever, that would be a pretty good deal because that's nobody's going to care much about that. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. 
Xi Jinping is hiring 87,000 agricultural police officers. They're coming from the China, they're coming for the Chinese farmers. Today the officers arrested this particular family. They have them uh, they're showing the people being taken away to jail wherever they're going because uh, the family was told to destroy all of their banana trees because they wanted them to grow sugarcane. Okay. So anyway, I guess no surprise there, but it's coming here too. Well, I don't know about here. I think I think really uh, I still think Rachel Baxter's dream that she was given from the Lord about uh, Chicago being nuked as the kickoff to World War III. I don't like that term kickoff much, but anyway, um, as the event that inextricably links, you know, because if they blame that on Russia, how many people? Oh gosh, don't even get me going. Next one up. As young as 13 are being hired by Blackstone to clean slaughterhouses. No surprise there. Another headline. Major American retailer puts weakness on full display and a pride for books, rainbow items for babies. Next one up. Salon Magazine reports from celiac to asthma to eczema. How did the autoimmune disease become so so common? Well... You know that wacky old guy, Johnny Baptist? (laughs) Uh, When the pandemic first came out, I had put up an article immediately from this doctor. And I'm not going to play the whole thing, but if you want to find it on Tribulation-Now, his name is Dr. James Lyons-Weiler. This is all the way back to, I'm squinting my eyes to see the actual date. This goes to 2020, 2020, December 22nd of 2020. And Dr. James Lyons came out and told everybody that it was going to cause autoimmune disease. And I put that up for everybody to listen to. All right. So anyway, for what it's worth, and of course now they're now now they're just talking about it like, wow, why is there so much autoimmune disease? You know, whatever. It's just absolutely horrible. Is anybody going to go to jail? Huh? What about Dr. Fauci? Fauci and his rubber mask hiding his reptilian head? Huh? Hmm? No? You don't think so? Hmm? You would you be concerned if you were standing in front of a nine foot tall Draco reptilian? I would. <laughs> I'll tell you what. But you know, I will tell you this. There's power in the name of Jesus. And I'm not going to get into it, but I can tell you that I have I, uh, I have read a book. It was a testimony of a woman who was taken into a mill lab. Mill labs are where they have, um, and Robert might be able to talk a little bit more about mill labs, but it's where the, the black ops, United States military, works side by side with um, these, well, alien beings. They are alien beings. Of, you know, they're reptilians and grays and stuff like that. Well, anyway, uh, in that particular testimony, there was a nine-year-old boy that was about to be attacked by a reptilian in the most horrific way. And I do mean in a way which I will not repeat. Robert understands what I'm not saying. It's awful, and it's happened to him. And in this particular instance, the nine-year-old boy's grandmother was with him in the facility. And she jumped in between the reptilian and the nine-year-old boy as he was pushed over a table and screamed, in the name of Jesus, get out of here. And that thing, that reptilian turned around and beelined it for the door. 
Now, the sad part is three days later, the grandmother died. All right, praise God. Let's move on. The United States military now has voice control bug drones. No, you say. Call Elena, I say. Next one up. Dutch government to seize up half the country's farmland under the guise of curbing nitrogen emissions. Uh, They thought they had beat it with the farmer thing, but unfortunately, no, they didn't. Next one up. Canada to reinstate the vax mandate. Uh, Members of Parliament office caught on tape backing continuation of COVID tyranny in Canada. Now, listen, folks, I want to bring on Brother Robert. But I cannot tell you how many end of the world New York City to target food choices in the battle against climate change. Okay, now there's some argument about whether or not they're going to be able to pull it off. But you know where my guess is. California officials try to track down missing 30 ton shipment of explosive chemicals. Did you hear that? U.S. power grid is facing elevated risk of shortages this summer amidst green energy push. That was from Fox News. World Health Organization advises against artificial sweeteners for weight control and disease, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? You know, again, there's some of these CDC issues, a new monkeypox warning. Twelve confirmed cases in Chicago. Now, 42 people did die. However, 30,395, I think, or something like that had gotten it, which comes to a death rate of 0.1. Um, excess mortality amongst black Americans, gene editing gets the triple boost, happy accident, um, leads to enhanced CRISPR efficiency. They're starting to do use CRISPR technologies and gene editing technologies on the meat. Uh, New York City will target food choices. I already mentioned that. CRISPR sausages gets the FDA green light for consumption. Uh, deadly floods affect more than 400,000 people in Somalia. Uh, eight plus dead thousand evacuated in devastating floods in Italy. First Russian bank opens in Iran. Folks, look out for that. A group of countries led, remember when Israel goes in to take out the Fordow facility, what are they going to use? A nuke. What does that open the door for Russia to do? Ding, 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 ding. group of countries led by Poland secretly urging Zelensky to end the conflict. That's going to happen. Young dying in alarming rates and you know, drug shortages near all-time high. Um, it just keeps on going. The NHS director confirms the doctor lied about the case of death. Blah, 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 we all know. Colonized Belgium. Yemeni uh, YouTuber uh, visits Brussels and discovers it has become a Muslim country. Hmm. I have to talk to my friend Jamil over there. I would strongly believe that it's the case. Um, alarming attacks on Jews, especially in the United States, spike. Ultra-Orthodox are main targets, according to reports. UK detect bird flu in two poultry workers. The United Kingdom, oh, goody-goody gumdrops, here comes more. Uh, it's just, it just, the list just keeps going on. Oh, and by the way, if you really want to hear about something creepy, you can look this up. Evidently, a CIA agent, I think it was CIA, I don't know. Now, of course, nowadays we think everything CIA or FBI is satanic, and that's for really good reason. But evidently, quite a long time ago, a whistleblower came forward who knew about such things and said that this place called the Getty Museum, the Getty Museum, is actually a pedophile fortress, and it has, like, dumps, deep underground military bases underneath the Getty Museum, and that's all they do down there. How horrible is that? But in the Hall of Horrors in Dulcie, they 
I don't know what would be worse. But I don't even know if I want to say it. Robert knows. Mm-mm. They do some pretty bad things. Really, really horrible. Really horrible. Anyway, on that note, praise Jesus, hallelujah, we have Brother Robert Vandrius Mitchell joining us at a time when we happen to be covering so much material that he's so familiar with. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's bring him on live. I am Good evening, uh, Brother Robert. Are you there? You sound good. Right there. I'm okay. Yes, I'm here, uh, Brother John. And a good evening. Yeah, there's good evening, certainly sir. a lot to talk. It's certainly a lot to talk about, and uh, including with the Duran uh, report. And as you said before, no one can go to jail for it. They just try to hide it and spin it in their way, especially. Most of the lamestream uh, media, I did hear tonight, yeah, on uh, Redacted, they talked about it. Yeah, I think it was Redacted on uh, Rumble that I was listening to, and they did talk about it. They also talked about, what was it, yeah, Douglas McGregor this week uh, about what is going on in uh, Ukraine. And not us, the lamestream media tells us that the Ukraine is winning and all that BS. Oh, my God. It is, it's really insane how the media seem, seem to portray that the Ukraine is winning. Well, it is the other one, if it comes to it. But nonetheless, uh, did you hear last week uh, with Trump that CN, in the CNN town hall and they try to make him say, that he uh, that he wants Ukraine to win. That was certainly, uh, yeah, I must say he did well, uh, Donald Trump, last week. Uh, yeah, was it last week or the week before? I tried to think again, but uh, certainly. Yeah, you're talking about the town hall. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about the town hall. So, okay, so s- since you're into the the most common stuff that most everybody is talking about. Um, I like the redacted guys. I, I, I do. They're, they're nice and everything, but they're about as clueless as a, they're, they're pretty clueless. Um, you know, and they mean well, they mean well, uh, but they're also a day late and a dollar short on just about everything. I'm sorry, but they are. Uh, they mean, like I said, they mean well, but I just, sometimes I just want to reach through the video and shake them and say, wake up. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, yeah, I know what I you mean. Yeah. And you know, the other thing is with the, the Douglas McGregor thing, you know, I've been monitoring the, um, I was one. I I literally. Um, well, see the thing is, I have a, a friend. I've even played her uh, audio tapes or whatever uh, recordings. Um, her name is Tatiana, and she's from Odessa, and she she hold, she's there, she was born there. She ran from the Nazis. I've I've played her voice on the radio show before. Her mother is still there. I have pictures of her mother. She's in Odessa now. 
you know, so she was, uh, you know, quite honestly, that stuff, you know what frustrates me about Trump is he means, well, I do believe that they're going to take him out. I do believe that they are going to eliminate him, just like JFK, just like has been predicted, just like has been prophesied. But again, you know, we'll have to wait and see because God is in, ultimately in control. Now, all that being said, though, it would be that it, I, we know that there's going to be civil war in the United States. We know that Dmitry Dudeman was one of the most godly men who ever lived. We know uh, that uh, um, there are other people who saw, you know, David Wilkerson. Um, David Wilkerson, so if he, I, I own both of his books. I got the seventy-three book called The Vision. I get, you know, I've read them. All right, I've I've read a t- unbelievable amount of information. I've studied it. I've got hundreds and 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 hundreds of pages of prophecies, dreams, and visions, and links, and YouTube videos, and audio bites, and everything like that on this radio show. I could play some of them right now. I could play some of them right now. You know, so so we already know what's going to happen, and we also know when it's going to happen. Okay, I mean, as far as sequentially, in other words, in what order are these things going to happen? We know that Russia is – so isn't it fascinating that um, there's a lot of people that believe that the, the person who rides the white horse in the first seal that carries a bow but no arrows? No arrows. Notice that there's no arrows there. That didn't occur to me before. That bow with no arrows, many believe, is the Antichrist. It's a fake Jesus. And the no arrows would mean that it would be Obama in the sense that Obama is using no weaponry. He's using wit, W-I-T, wit. He is using cleverness, satanic, twisted evil. To do and and he's and he's quoted as saying these things openly to the world. How anybody could listen to the quotations and not know that he's the Antichrist is so mind-boggling, bending to me. I just don't get it. I really don't understand it. Now I know a lot of people will say, "Well, you know, I'm a Tim Cohen fan. You know, I believe that Tim Cohen nailed it. I've looked at the coat of arms of the House of Windsor, and that's just got to be it. It's going to have to be, uh, you know, coming out of that. Tim Cohen's the, the the he wins it. He gets the double bell. You know, because the Bible says there will be many antichrists. I'm like here to tell you that is not going to be the way it is. Here's here's the 100% reason why. The Antichrist is not going to be a reptilian. The Antichrist will not be a reptilian. And what is in the House of Windsor? Reptilians. So, by simple logic, one is quickly able to deduce that it must be Obama. Never mind the 1919, I believe it is, prophecy of the son of Kenya, the Iwalu prophecy, that says that that a man born in Kenya will rise into power in the United States and destroy it. And that prophecy came out over a hundred years ago for crying out loud. But no, people want to believe what they want to believe. And it's fine. I don't care if you think Donald Duck is the Antichrist. Have a nice day. God bless you. But when I was 10 years old in 72, my mom told me, 
that they, that she had a vivid vision of the Antichrist. She sat my hiney cheeks down in the kitchen at seven, at, uh, at 39 Runyon Road, Hummelstown, PA, 17036. And she sat me down a year after I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And she said, Johnny, the Lord gave me a vision of the Antichrist. And he is a mulatto man. He is half black and he is half white and he is your age and he is alive on the earth today. Well, Obama is six months older than me. So, you know what? And then don't even get me going on Jonathan Clegg and his prophecies about, you know, no matter what you think about Jonathan, at the end of the day, he was one of the very first people in the entire world that prophesied that, John, that Obama was the Antichrist. Praise the Lord. And him and I became pretty good friends after that. And uh, anyway, I'm not even going to go into that. But the point is, to me, it's not arguable. You, you, can, believe whoever, you, you can believe whoever you want it to be. It doesn't matter to me. You know, you didn't have my mother. You didn't. She didn't. She didn't give you that. Tell her about her vision. You know, I didn't even remember any of that stuff until Jonathan Click prophesied that he was the Antichrist. And then I was like, going. On, and then all of a sudden, it hit me. My mom said he was a mulatto man, and I was like sitting there freaking out. I already knew about the whole Barry Satoro thing. I already knew about his his mother working at a at the Ford Foundation in Indonesia. I already knew that he was a Muslim. I already knew all that stuff. It just didn't occur to me. And all of a sudden, the bells started ringing in my head. Ding 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 ding. And I knew, I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew. Like Jesus is Lord, I know that he is the Antichrist. That's how sure I am. But if somebody wants to believe it's Mickey Mouse, I'm just going to say, let's just hug and love each other and agree to disagree. You know, we don't have to fight about it. If you, if you like, you know, your, your whatever NIV Bible, as long as you're reading it, good for you. At least you're reading something. God bless you. Okay? That's the way I feel about it. I, what we don't want to be doing as Christians today is anything but loving one another. Okay? If somebody wants to believe certain things, I still – look, I'm not going to get into all the weirdness that's going on out there. And at this at this point in time, all Satan wants to do is create division amongst the brethren. And by the way, that is an abomination to God. Proverbs 6 16, creating division amongst the brethren is an abomination to God the Father. And that is not something I want to be. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As a matter of fact, I, will, I, I pray that every one of us are on our knees seeking God right now because we're getting so dagnabbed close, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I remember, Robert, think about this. This show is number 60. This is the 60th show that you and I have done together. 60th. We do wow. one a month. Yeah, wow yeah. is right, bro. Wow is right. So I'm just here to say, when you, because I remember when you used to come on the show, you used to be kind of conservative, and you were like, yeah, well, we could be here for a while, and and I was gritting my teeth and thinking, oh, no, gosh, I hope he's not right. And now here we are years later, and look, you don't have to look very far either. 
Central bank, digital currencies, Klaus Schwab, Nazis in the Ukraine, unbelievable billions of dollars. The, United, the entire West is being trashed. All the food is being wiped out. Every single, single thing that Jesus, you know, I was having a conversation, bro, with my sister today. And, and, and I said, everything that's in the Olivet Discourse is happening right now. It reads like a newspaper. I said, look, pestilence and famine. And she, and, and she goes, what do you mean, pestilence? And I said, the pandemic. And, and then she goes, well, that's not pestilence because she's thinking like locusts, you know, from Exodus. Right. And I said, and then she goes, oh, right. that was a virus. She, she goes, that she goes, that wasn't a, a pestilence. That was a virus. And then she goes, she pauses for a second and goes, oh, yeah, I guess it was. <laughs> People are waking up, man. Praise God. I think that's good news. It is. And it, it is insane with our government, how we are sending. But is it in the. How much money has now the U.S. and the U.K. sent to uh, Ukraine? I think over 120 billion. And now, uh, yeah, we saw it last weekend with whatever was in storage in the Ukraine, but uh, the Russian hit. Uh, I think there were those missiles, those very expensive ones. And I think also some of those. The Patriot missile system. The Patriot missile system cost $1.2 billion. The missiles themselves individually cost, I believe, about $2 million each. Yeah. They fired the, all of them as fast as they could, and one Kinzhal hypersonic missile took it out. Boom. And, and I that also is exactly think what Colonel Douglas the- McGregor said was going to happen. He said as soon as they push the first button, Russia's going to know where it is, and they're going to take it out with a hypersonic missile. And that is exactly yes. what he did. And, and, and now if you read Yahoo News, which is one of the most lionist, satanic, horrible, uh, just the worst. Okay, it's like MSNBC kind of thing. It has an article right there that says – Yes, the Patriot missile system was hit, but there was very little damage done. And I'm like, yeah, right, oh, sure. Why don't you just go oh, join the nine-foot-tall Hillary reptilian whatever in underneath that yeah. jagged, creepy museum? Oh, just very weird. I, I know. And also, yeah, we had uh, – I think it was the UK that had also sent uh, depleted uranium. But was also in storage. They blew it up. The buildings that, that, they blew it up. That went in up Did you smoke. see it? Yes. But, but, but yes, it? I saw it. That was that. a huge explosion. I was cheering, man. Yes. I was like going, woohoo! I'm like clapping. I'm going, look at that bad boy. One it. hit, man. Yes. I, they didn't, yeah, they I didn't waste it. a... Hmm. Amazing. I know. But, but the fact that we're sending it, and it is nuclear, it is part of nuclear, so that means that uh, Russia, if they could, they could uh, put us before the uh, the war uh, tribunal in The Hague. But of course, I don't think that. Well, so, so, uh, well, Russia... so, so guess what? Wait a minute. This is you, you may be missing something here. I don't know if you are or not, oh? but I'm. A, but let, let's let's reexamine everything here. The goal, the goal of the Antichrist is to destroy the West. In the fourth seal of the book of Revelation, right. So who is the West? The European Union, Canada. And the U.S. The United States of America, Australia, and New Zealand. 
Now, let's see where that's covered in the Holy Bible, shall we? Wait a minute. Uh, doggone it. Here, let me open it up right here. I happen to know where it is. All right, now watch this. It's, it's, it's right here in the Holy Bible. It says so. Revelation chapter 6. Isn't it funny, the introduction to the, the show, I've been putting this... <laughs> Join Johnny Baptist while he discusses empirical events across the world leading to the World War III, the trickery and deceit of the New World Order, and the bizarre weirdness of the fallen angelic UFO phenomenon as we plunge headfirst into the forthcoming apocalypse and the seven seals of Revelation chapter 6. All right, now let's turn to Revelation chapter 6, shall we? <laughs> we're in it now, baby. We're, we're swimming yeah. in it. Right. So look at it no, right but here. I, mean, I, mean, I got to read this. And then I'm going to shut up. I promise. Let okay. me read this. Just this one scripture. Just one. Okay. Promise. Fourth seal. It's entitled Widespread Death on Earth. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. So I looked. And behold, a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was Death, and Hades followed with him, and power was given to them over, please listen closely, a fourth, a fourth, F-O-U-R-T-H, of the earth. To kill with a sword, which means weaponry, with hunger, uh-oh, spaghettios, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. How are those Angora, uh, 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 freaky-deaky Angora sh- uh, goats or whatever they are down the road from your house? How are they doing? They've been visiting you at all lately? Anything like that? Passing by your window. Nothing that I have seen. Have you heard that? Nothing? Ah, doggone it. No. I was, I was hoping they like rear up and really cause you some problems now. I mean, not you personally, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. One, one of the guys I interviewed I, I, this week uh, with my client is like he, he works in Wales. Um, I better not say the name of the client though, so I got to be quiet. <laughs> Actually, I don't know where been, he's at. Uh, there has been 26 cows missing in uh, Camarthenshire. Uh, this week. Oh, really? Out well, of there you go. You, you, you heard about the lions, the lions that were roving the streets and looking for people to eat. Uh, where was that? Was that India? I'm trying to remember. I saw it on a YouTube. They actually filmed it and put All it right. on Twitter. Like, hungry lions walking through the streets. Well, you know about the, the monkeys let, let, too, right? Yeah. In, uh, in India, Thailand? India has tankers. But I don't think that lions are in it unless they came out of okay, escape too. Yeah, I forget. I I forget the name of the the town, but it it was a. Um, let let me just leave it at this. Sorry for not remembering the name of the town, but there was a, the on film footage, on a security camera. Four, one two three. Four. As I recall, it was about four or five lionesses in the night hunting. In the town. Now, I'm not sure what wow. town it was. Yeah, that is not normal. Not normal. No. <laughs> okay. But anyway, um, yeah, a fourth of the earth, man. Check it out. A fourth of the earth. There you go. Look look at a globe. New Zealand, 
So yeah, we average eight. We are now eight billion. So a, four, uh, a quarter is two billion. It's not about the number. No, no, it's a fourth of the earth. You, you, you got to watch your step. It's not talking about one fourth of the population of the earth. That oh, is not okay. what it's saying. All right. It's saying a fourth of the earth. So if you take a map see, yeah. of the earth and you take a black marker and you color in all of Europe, Canada, America, yes. New Zealand, Australia, it is one quarter, 25% of the earth's populated surface maybe it's time to move to africa russia did you hear russia's taken uh uh political asylum seekers <laughs> the only thing is I, all right i know Problem it sounded is, like russia, a good idea i told tatiana but we you, you, unfortunately they're putting the um they're putting the little villages for the asylum seekers. They're putting them nearby Moscow, and that's not where you want to be in the days ahead. No. It's going to get I'd rather go to Kamchatka. I said the, the same thing earlier. Kamchatka. That's the place to go. Yes. It's a little rumbly yes. there, but it's pretty far away from stuff. It is. Yep. It's cold in the winter, but uh, the lake by... Uh, uh, what is the lake? The name of that beautiful lake there. But and it's uh, when it says it is uh, beautiful, but it's a way of everything. But at least you are safe from missiles, uh, especially if if they come from uh, the west. So yeah. But I must say we are lucky that that uh, Putin has so much patience so far with the west, because I'm not sure if I was Putin. If I would have been that patient with those morons in the West, if I'm honest. But we are lucky that he has such a restraint. Deep underwater nuclear launched missiles. That is the one thing that will make Putin step back. While we are getting... So what we're doing is we're... Obama is the Antichrist is wisely destroying the military, making it a lamb duck, putting LGBT homosexual transvestites in charge of it. Nobody wants to join the military. They can't get anybody to join. The head of the recruitment... You must be be crazy Right, right. Think about it. Nobody wants Do you to join. want to join with um, with those transgender? No way, not in a billion years. You do you do realize that they have promoted Obama, who is married to a transvestite, which basically means he's a homosexual that just wants to pretend. I know. Yes, yeah, because his wife is Michael in in her childhood. So what he is was, it? I think, and a basketball so what? player. Right. So T- Tucker Carlson said on live on Fox, he stated, and I have this clip, I can play it. He said that um, transsexuals are compatible with Christianity, period. It is. It is. And transsexuals are the ones that are being programmed, programmed demonically to come after the Christians. 
Because in a transsexual's eyes, they're incompatible. They can't live in the same world. That's what Carlson said, and he's basically right. And so Obama, who is the king of all transsexuals and the greatest proponent of homosexuality, oh no, I don't even don't even get me going on what they're doing to the kids. This is not, this is so horrible. The stuff that they're doing to the kids is unbelievably horrible. People like there is a special place in hell for some of these creatures. The lake of fire. All I yes. can say is I hope the lake of fire is so agonizing that we can hear their screams of terror after we get off of our horses with Jesus when ten thousands of his saints come back to open up a can of whoop on them. Because this is some serious this is bad stuff. Really bad. Really, 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 really bad. Bad. Really bad. It's worse than what you and really even want to peak. You know what I mean? Here, here in Europe, they have now stopped for the moment with those transsexual operations on those children. While the UK, they could still go ahead steamrolling those children to get them transsexualized uh, with the operation from boy to girl and all that BS. It's such an insanity. But here in Europe, they have stopped now. The UK government also ordered the uh, Tavistock uh, all as well uh, to close for now. And also not a here. Of other European, not, uh, also a number of other European countries as well. All the Nordic uh, countries, uh, uh, the Netherlands, yeah. France, I'm not in Germany, I'm not sure about that, but most of the European countries, at least in Western Europe, has stopped at least on children for now. And But the U.S., they continue to go ahead and even more in more extreme ways and double down on it. And it's such insanity. I cannot understand why you as a parent allow it. I know that also they made in certain states laws that if a parent tried to stop it, they could go to jail. But it's even more demonic and insane. And also, of course, the kids are brainwashed in school not to tell their parents. You've been in you've been in Dalsby, haven't you? Yes. What did they do with the children? What did they do with the children Uh, on the Hall of Horrors? What did they do with them? What did they do with them? but some they of feed the them to the reptilians. Thought, That's what they they hand them to the reptilians, and the reptilians eat them. Yes. Now yes. I've gotten it out. Okay, so folks, I'll tell you what. Uh, if I was a little kid, and I had a choice. And you, what? What did you say? I'm so, sorry. I uh, when it. we uh, when I uh, when we went there, and we also heard the scream, we were told that those kids were in cages, and uh, because they had a certain mental illness of sorts, and they were there for treatment. That was the lies that they told us, of course. But some of the things what happening there, I witnessed also in other dumps here in Europe, and that has to do with endochrome torture. As a child, I also was exposed. I had to witness for five hours children being tortured for their endochrome and I had you, I was yeah, you're talking about you said, you're saying adrenochrome, aren't you? Yes, 
I was uh, strapped to a metal uh, chair with electrodes all over my body, and at times I was electroshocked. But they were, of course, and they had also put other things on me to measure what's going on in my body when I see this. Of course, their plan was to make me one of them in their evilness. And thank God they never succeeded because internally I always fought back what they tried to do. But some of the things that I saw here in Europe, in Britain, in one dump, uh, dump and deep underground base, there was another one on the border of the Netherlands in Germany, in northern uh, Netherlands, with uh, Germany is another major uh, base underground, I think about five miles underground. And also in the U.S. on certain locations, I saw the same as well. And did I go back in my case to the 70s? And at once I, I was exposed to this, at least still in the 90s. Uh, even when I was around 30, I was brought to those locations, and I still had to witness all of this uh, this in, insanity and. <clears throat> Do you remember the uh, cattle mutilations? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, they just had the recent ones that had their tongues cut out. That was kind of weird. That is uh, some of the pictures that you saw with cattle mutilations is what I witnessed what they did on children. And they used those round, uh, boring uh, things for it. And in the five hours that I had to witness on those various uh, timings, periods, saw about eight to sometimes 12 children being tortured to death, literally. And yeah, if I hear the name Galtz, I, if I hear the name Galtz, I can hear the screams back in my uh, head again. Because it's No, because we don't want that. We don't want that. Those, uh, we don't want that. We don't want that. We don't want that. But, no, but uh, what I said, yes, uh, endochrome torture is one of the things that is done in Dalsy, uh in the very deep underground sections, and it is still going on till present day. Besides also the hybridization uh, programs going on that they try to create. I heard the hybridization. I I just wanted to ask you. I I, I heard that the um, I heard the hybridization program. Um, but they tried to create it, 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 what we saw in the ancient uh, time of uh, Greece. Yeah. Yeah, of Greece with uh, the Minotaur and all the other hybrids, and they try among other things that also to do to mimic that in Dulce. Among other things, yeah the um, so, the cow, the cow mutiliz- mutilations have something to do with the hybrid hybrid hybridation hybridization, if you will, of the um, these creatures, these filthy evil creatures. Um, Hold on a second. I wonder if I can find it. I'm looking for. Yeah, they 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 walk among us. They 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 work beside us. Um, yes. 
and it, it's, it's the Orion Gray got a deeply yeah. involved in this. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's one. it's uh, yeah. I'm trying to find. Um, so, according to Dr. David Jacobs, he says that he believes. Well, I actually had him on the show at one time. You know who I'm talking about, right? Dr. David Jacobs from Temple University. All right. Yeah. He okay. Will, well, Doctor works with abductees. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Jacobs. Hold on a second. Oh, that's weird. Hold on a second. David. Oh, there we go. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want that one. David Jacobs. Oh, I know what I need to type in. Let me try this. Hybrid. H-Y-B-R-I-D. Um, hmm. Oh, there we go. Here we go. All right. So, ah, here. There's a lot of abductions, oversight, impregnated women. Okay, let's listen to this. Our guest, Dr. David Jacobs, will be going to the phone lines to get to a couple of your questions uh, in a moment. First, though, I want to ask one more, David, myself. Uh, I remember the first time I interviewed you was back in 1993, and it was right after Carl Sagan had written this article about abductions for Parade Magazine, in which he said, oh, this is a bunch of nonsense. It's all just a psychological um, exercise, and, and you tore into him pretty good because he was ignoring uh, a lot of physical evidence. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking that Carl Sagan would really tear into you after it, hearing this suggestion that there are hybrids among us. And I, I wonder if you have, and I recognize there are limits on what you can say, and this, none of this is definitive, but if you have an idea why they're doing this, is it to help them, us, neither? Well, um we don't know why. Why this is happening in the first place is the, is the ultimate question, if indeed this is happening, obviously. But we don't know why. Abductees don't know why. And from what I can tell, hybrids don't know why either. And the gray aliens who are sort of instituting the program simply do not say. So we do not know why. It's extremely frustrating. Uh, and... However, one can extrapolate that they're doing this because it benefits them, obviously, in some way. Uh, if it benefited us, we'd know all about it, and they would have helped us a long time ago and wouldn't have any cancer and stop wars and all the rest of that. But that doesn't seem to be the agenda. Uh, I'm not sure what the agenda is, but the problem is this. All aliens have the ability to communicate telepathically with themselves and with abductees. Hybrids can do that as well. They can communicate telepathically with themselves and with abductees. But it's not just telepathic communication that's the critical event here. It is that they can control or manipulate people, uh, how can I say this without sounding crazier than it is, with their minds through neural manipulation in some way. We do not know the physiology of this. What are your thoughts? He is uh, right. <clears throat> and in that way, they can understand it because they cannot always send uh, thoughts in our minds. 
but they also can manipulate our thoughts. They can read our thoughts. So from that point, they always know our steps that we will take. And that, of course, with the hybrids comes because they got this part from the grace, uh, from the Orion grace in this case, that are deeply behind this hybridization program. And it seems that they try to replace us for one they operate under the under Satan that is also operating outside of this physical earth. I know a lot of Christians probably think that Satan is only connected with this earth. Uh, no way, because as you talked about earlier in a couple of shows, we had a number of uh, Lucifer rebellions. I think the last one took place that was connected with also Mars, if I'm correct. <coughs> besides the, the last one, what the Bible talks about. And a lot of races, unfortunately, like the humans, they fell under the spell of Lucifer. And, of course, uh, Satan wants to replace all humans, in particular the Christians. And as such, uh, the hybridization program is in order to replace us. And another thing with the hybridization program is if we allow them um, in our midst, that is, in a way, an invite, uh, and we cannot then technically kick them out. It is the, it is the same method they're using, as we have seen since the 1990s, if I'm correct, with the black-eyed children. In the case, when you allow them in, then it's going to be very hard to get them out of your house or car. If you have heard about what was happening with people when they allowed in, those black-eyed children. And the same method is now applied with the hybrids. So I would say against humanity, don't allow the hybrids among them, among us. Don't let them in with open arms. Because if we allow them in, then they cannot be pulled out and stopped from entering into our 3D earth. And part of the agenda is to replace us completely, as also David Jacobs has said in a number of his videos and in his books. There is a replacement agenda going on. So check this out. This book is no longer in print. I have a lot of those. This is entitled Encounters with Star People. And um, this woman, the author of the book, was is a, an um, American Indian. And again, the title of the book is Encounters with Star People, the Untold Stories of the American Indians. And the thing about it is she was uniquely qualified to, you know, <clears throat> meet on Indian reservations with elders, Navajo elders, etc., that oftentimes live in buttes very far away from the rest of the civil, you know, the rest of the population. Yeah. And, but anyway, so she writes about this fellow, his name is Leyland. In the summer of 2000, I met Leyland. Now, she changed their names, you know, for anonymity. She says, who is well-known in Indian country for his handcrafted drums. 
I had gone to his little cabin located in a rutted dirt road near Nebraska border to pick up a drum for one of my colleagues at the university. Thus, I had not gone in search of a story about star people. But times, the paths that you travel in life can lead to unexpected events that can change your life forever. Meeting Leyland was one such event. I've seen 82 winners, Leyland told me as he carefully poured a cup of black coffee in the cracked mug that he set before me. I looked at his hands. Brown spots, swollen arthritic fingers revealed the signs of age and hardships of life had taken a toll. He was a tall, a common trait of the Northern Plains Indian men. His dark skin was set off by his closely cropped, coarse salt and pepper hair. He walked slowly and cautiously as he moved about the cabin. He explained that he had a bum knee, a result of an accident that occurred while breaking horses for a rancher in Nebraska. In the corner of the room, I spied a hand-carved walking stick. No doubt he steadied his pace when he walked outdoors. He said, I have lived many lifetimes, he explained. I've had a cow hand, a garbage collector, I've been a ditch digger, a bronco buster, a nail pounder, a cook, a rancher, and a warrior. She said, that's an amazing life, I commented. My grandfather caught, fought with Custer. My father fought in World War I. I was in France during World War II. She go, he he said she says uh, my my grandfather uh, okay right here says have you lived here all your life she asks and he says I was I was born in this cabin this is my pa's land I never went to school um, they were rounding up kids uh, up at the border pa hid me uh, and my brother he said we didn't need to go to school he said Mother Earth was our school where's your brother now I asked he died of pneumonia when I was twelve it was a bad winter. How did you learn English, I asked. He learned, um, I learned mostly in the military, picked up on new expressions and words from the radio. Now I speak mostly English. There ain't many who speak Indian anymore. I've seen many things, too, he said, things that most people could not imagine. What do you mean, she asked. Let me ask you a question, he began. Do you believe that people live on other planets and visit Earth? And she said, do you mean... UFOs and star people, I ventured. More, he replied. These are not the star people the old ones taught us about. The earth is being invaded. I believe my ranch is a drop-off center. What do you mean by a drop-off center, I asked, encouraging him to explain further. As he stood by the doorway, he pointed to the field beside his house, and he said, That is where they drop them off, he said. They come at night. They hover over the field. They lower automobiles to the ground. They're filled with people. The spacecraft goes away, and when the car returns the next night, only the driver returns. They take the car and driver on board their spacecraft, and then they're gone again. What do you think happens to the occupants, I asked. I think they take them to bus terminals, to airports, to cities, any place where they can live unseen. Do you think that they would stand out? They would they would stand out around here. Everybody knows everybody, and strangers attack way too much attention. They have to take them someplace where a stranger can fit in. In the cities, no one would know 
How do you know that they're not human, I asked. Well, they look like humans, but they're not humans. What do you mean, I asked. He says, well, a few years ago, six to be exact, a craft came in, hovered over the field, and lowered a car to the ground. He pointed out a vacant area directly across from his cabin. The car drove toward the highway, but before they reached it, they had a flat tire. I was watching them from the window there, he said, pointing to the kitchen window. The lights were off in the house, but I could see as clear as day. It was a full moon, not a cloud in the sky. The driver got out and walked around the car. He looked at the cabin, and then he slowly moved toward it. I saw him at the door but he just stood outside without knocking. It was like he either didn't know what to do or he was thinking about it. Finally, I opened the door. He was a strange-looking fellow. He wore a broad-brimmed hat, not a cowboy or a baseball hat like Indians wear. He wore a black suit with a white shirt, and he kept pulling at his necktie like he was not used to wearing it. He avoided looking at me, so I never got a good look at his face. But he had a short, thick neck, almost no neck, like his head set directly on his shoulders. Maybe that's why he struggled with the necktie. He just stood there. I got a feeling he wanted me to follow him. Did he say anything? Not a word. He turned and walked toward the car, and I followed. There were three men and two women waiting in the car. None of them spoke. When I got to the car, he pointed to the flat tire. I took the keys out of the ignition and looked in the trunk. I found a tire iron in a spare, and I took it out and around to the front. I explained the tire had to be changed. Did he understand you? Yes, he understood because he told the passengers they had to get out of the car so I could jack it up. But he appeared confused. I walked around and opened the door and motioned for them to come out. They all filed out on the opposite side of the car, and stood huddled behind the car. They didn't come near me. So did you fix the tire? Oh, I fixed it. Afterwards, I motioned for the passenger to get back into the car. When I started to leave, he gave me ten silver dollars. Real silver dollars. Do you still have them? I sold nine of them to the pawn shop for a hundred dollars. He told me that he would take them that, that he would take all he could get. I haven't had a chance to get any more. Do you still have one? And he reached in his pocket and he pulled out the silver dollar. As far as I could tell, it was a genuine silver dollar. I held it in my hands, thinking perhaps a star man had once held this coin. It's my lucky silver dollar. Spaceships coming down in Navajo Indian Reservation Territory and dropping off cars with men in black full of hybrid, alien-human hybrid beings, taking them into the cities. And they have the ability to mind-control people. Isn't that amazing, creepy, weird stuff? Yes. This this reminds me to the 1960 TV series, The Invaders, with this architect that uh, saw at one night a UFO landing, 
And from that moment, he got obsessed that Earth was being invaded. If you remember that that TV series. What was the name of it? The Invaders. With Roy uh, Finney. Did you see from the, you see from the 1960s? Yes. I think it's from oh, 1966. I, I was just a little bitty baby. It, no, I was just I, a little I bitty know. baby. I was a teeny weeny, teeny teeny weeny baby. The only thing I could do was shake a rattle and go, goo goo, goo goo. Okay. But I saw (laughs) the series in the 80s. There's a hybrid outside the window, mommy. (laughs) (laughs) No, but. The only thing I remember from that time. No, but but I saw it in the 80s as a repeat on TV. So, but the premise. The the premise what you uh, what you were reading sounds as an episode from uh, the Invaders. It's I think over two seasons, thirty seven episodes. It's a good series, by the way. But, so, uh, you look at these groups of LGBT elemental peers. Don't they look a little strange? Yes, <laughs> to say the least. Mm, I- you know, I think we got a bingo here. You see where <laughs> yes. I'm heading with this? I think we have I a know, big bingo. Yes, and, uh... Bingo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, it's... No? But in, in the U.S., they are so fanatical about it. And as said here in Europe, they have now stopped with the operations of children until they probably reach the age of 18. Uh, but in the U.S., they seem to double down on it. And no, there, we have. I think we have more reptilians in the United States at this time um, per capita, probably. Okay. Well, the, we'll say in the ruling class, because if you think about it, if you think if you look at the United States and you compare it to the rest of the world. Each state is its own country. Yes. So, and so basically Obama and Biden are the European Union, and all the states are the member states of the European Union. You following along? So yes, Gavin Newsom, I do. California, is essentially the UK. You see where I'm going with this? Yes. So can you see why? It would be necessary to have a high per capita number of reptilian entities. And what would yes, reptilians want to do with children? They would want to do bad things to them, wouldn't they? Yes. <laughs> you, you know better than you know better than most, right? And, Amen. I, I mean, you don't and, have to repeat then, it, but uh, I'm just yeah. right. I, I know, and uh, especially they also still planning for the future the fake uh, ascension or what is it, rapture. The fake one, and of course that means that if people kind of be ratcheted up, at least so they believe, then there's a big chance they're ending up on those massive uh, motherships, and they they will ending up after dinner. So they're not going to dinner with the reptilians and whoever else is on board, but they will be the dinner. So yeah, I would be with people very careful uh, for what they wish for 
Now, that series fee already talked about it, especially the original one from the 1980s that you also mentioned, and that people saw on those long lines in cocoons, people being placed, and they were placed for either food or they were used as food soldiers. So, yeah, the, whoever wrote fee, uh, especially the TV series, had an insight in what was going on. So, and that was even in the 1980s, so 81, 83, I think. So at least 40 years uh, back. Although the series was, I think, partially based on a book that was written. But nonetheless, uh, that series was certainly uh, right on the money in many ways. And of course, you also talked about the uh, the remake from 2009-2010, I think. I only wish that they made more seasons because it started to get interested at the end of uh, the cliffhanger of season two, if you may recall, in which they also could mind control the human population. But uh, yes, that uh, but the series was right on the money in in many ways and uh, yeah I only hope that more people will wake up because if we don't then we will be in a a lot of trouble and yeah concerning the the whole LGDB agenda especially with children you see of course now more red states going against this and coming up with laws uh, to make it harder for children to be under the knife, thank God. But so long you got blue states, it will continue, sadly enough. And uh, yeah, we only can pray that more children will be saved. But yeah, right now it is certainly a battleground if it comes to children and to mutilate them into the other sex. Uh, we also listen a lot to uh, Mac and Kelly, the Mac and Kelly show, and she always goes against the whole thing with uh, with the transgender. Of course, I can understand why with her because she also got three daughters that are doing uh, sports in high school. So yeah, as a mother, of course, I can imagine why she goes and exposes the whole transgender agenda because. It is insane that you put a boy, even if he is on medication or whatever, that you put him in a girl's team. What a moron are you to think that even if you put him on hormones, that he is born with male bone structure, etc., and male muscle structure. So, of course, every male will beat a woman or a girl in this matter. And, yeah, it's time that we stop this insanity from the ground off, up. But, personally, I don't see that happening, if I'm honest. It's, I only feel it's going to get worse. And same with the whole uh, woke agenda that is also going on. Now, yeah, we have to see, of course, the whole thing with uh, Budweiser and I think now it is Miller light who also seem to be in trouble it's it's really insane but but how they try to brainwash the people 
with this whole LGTB alphabet uh, BS. Another thing what we can expect for the near future is one of the letters that they going to stick to it is the P for pedophile. Because that was always one of the items on the agenda after they had given through the Supreme Court in 2015 the rights, legal rights, for gays to get married and lesbians. Another item what they wanted to make legal was pedophiles, so that in the near future, when they have legal rights, they also will transform then the term to minor attractive people with also the wording that they are not sick in their mind, they just feel different than the rest because they just feel attracted to younger people. That is at least the excuse they will try to give, of course. Because a lot of the Illuminati... Yeah? Um, You know Shepard Smith? Shepard Smith just called in on Shepard Smith, he's a, he's a, he used to be a Fox newscaster. I guess they got rid of him, but he's calling in. He's He's got I'll something wait. to warn us about here. Yeah, here, okay. let, let, listen to this. So it turns out that if aliens ever show up here on Earth, little green men might be the least of our problems. A new study indicates that instead, they'll probably be more like super intelligent dinosaurs, as smart and as cunning as humans. As one scientist put it, we would be better off not meeting them. He actually said that live on Fox News. Wow, he is right. He is certainly right. And then knowing that uh, Rupert Murdoch, he is a reptilian, an Anunnaki reptilian. Uh, So he's another nine-foot reptilian. Uh, So he, he should be happy about it when he put that out. I wonder if he was, among other things, uh, fired for for that reason alone. You never know with them. See what they did with Tucker uh, Carlson. Do you think Tucker Carlson can go to uh, Twitter? Something weird is going on with Twitter. Okay. Um, they just gave the CEO of Twitter is a head creepy LGBT vax freak female from the World Economic Forum. Elon Musk put her in charge. And everybody is upset. It. Yes. Yes, I heard something everybody on uh, Timcast about it. Yeah. Then there's actually people I- IRL. They don't want to believe it. They don't want to believe it. They they can't accept it. I'm not going to name names because some of them are Christian and some of them are well-known. But I will say this. There are a lot of people out there. They uh, they really don't get things. <laughs> they don't. They don't know what they're dealing with. They try. They try. Their hearts are in the right place. They really are. But you know what? There are certain lines you just don't cross. Okay. Yeah, this uh, woman is also part of the uh, World Economic Forum, if I'm correct. 
So, yeah, I'm not sure why. Uh, in the end, Elon Musk is still part of the, he is still part of the whole group of elites. So, on one hand, I'm not surprised that he took this uh, woman. And even that he had been railing against, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Klaus Schwab, uh, he still talked about his Neuralink and all that. So, and that is another step uh, for the future to in the transhumanist agenda, but is also demonic. So, yeah, he is not completely uh, clean, Elon Musk. So, I am not surprised that he took this woman uh, as the future CEO, whenever that will happen. I think in a couple of weeks, I think, if I'm correct. But, uh, yeah, we heard it this week on uh, Timcast IRL that Elon Musk had taken this uh, woman. And it is a a shame, man. Man, I got disconnected. My machine blew screen. (laughs) <laughs> my okay. uh the golden gib studios went down man i just had a blue screen <laughs> i don't think those uh, the, the alien human hybrids like me very much i had to call in with my phone man i'm on my phone <laughs> all right i'm yeah. not surprised well. uh, as you said that they don't like you because you exposed them so no but yeah but i said with um elon musk is still part of in certain way, part of the agenda, especially with this Neuralink and, and all that, what the elite still want to use on us. But I'm not surprised at all uh, the choice that he took. And it will be interesting to see if Tucker Carlson going to go on uh, Twitter and he can. Well, he said he is, but he, he said he said he is. But here's the thing. Um. There's some weird things going on on Twitter right now. The other thing that's happening is um, there's a battle of the lawyers. And Murdoch, Fox News, I think, so this is what, so imagine if you had 10 people in the room and they were all really, they were insiders, they were smart. Megyn Kelly, um, you know, just a, 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 a I, I don't know. I can't even think of a, a, a list of people. Maybe Glenn Beck. Some really, you know, some people that are pretty smart. They're pretty up on things. He, what, basically, the consensus appears to be that he. Bottom line is they're saying that Fox News's uh, ratings, their Nielsen's ratings and such, have dropped down so low so yeah. low that they're like 10 times lower than the worst possible rating you could possibly get for in other words they really shouldn't they're, they're the implication of what i have heard from the experts who know about things like ratings reports and how it works glenn beck used to work at fox news i've listened to them talk about it and megan kelly is another one that used to work at Fox yeah. News, you know, and the conversations that she and others have had amongst one another is that their current, like, I'm not a ratings expert. I don't know anything about it, and I don't care less about it. 
But according to Megyn Kelly and some of the other Fox News anchors that used to work there, their numbers are so bad that they're technically bankrupt. I'm not surprised. Dominion, according to – so here's the populist story. The populist story, the story that they're telling everybody, because you always got to have a a narrative, right? Yes. Is that the the Dominion lawsuit stipulated the removal of Tucker Carlson. But keep in mind, who do you think runs Dominion? Shape-shifting Dracos. That's who runs Dominion. Who are the Dracos? They are the board of directors of Satan himself. You know as well as I do, you do not get any higher. No higher. There's no higher. You know, the Pindar, as you know, is essentially the head of all Dracos. Yes, and also the Pindar. Yeah, Pindar is also an office. A function, right. and uh, it rotates. It ro- rotates every fifteen years, if I'm correct, between so, the. So who's Rupert? European. So who's Rupert? Between the... Rupert. Hmm? Ru- so, so, yes. So, so, but 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 you hear? Are you? You know, think about it. Board of directors, Satan is sitting at the head of the table. Okay, he doesn't. He doesn't have the big horns and the red thing. You know, he looks. Like Lucifer in the Fox, in the Fox television show. That's how he shapeshifts himself into a good-looking man. You know that. And he sits there yes. at the head of the board table, and he tells the Dracos that are in the room with him, people who, if they shake their left leg, four hundred trillion dollars can fall out of it. These are people that could pay off the global, you know, the United States debt and still have hundreds of billions of dollars left over in their bank account. You know that? Yeah. So I when know. they make a phone call to and... Rupert Mur- Murdoch, who is a who's a he's a drop in the bucket. Rupert Murdoch is expendable. Rupert Murdoch could be snuffed out in a nanosecond by the other yeah. Dracos that are answering directly to Saint and himself. In a nanosecond. Anybody who thinks that the only there is only one power in the universe of universes, in all the universes, only one power that has the ability to override the power that's being displayed, executed upon on this earth right now. Only one. Doesn't matter what Glenn Beck says. Doesn't matter what Dominion says. Doesn't matter what Hillary Clinton says. Although, if she's a nine-foot-tall Draco like Bill Deagle says, she's probably sitting on that board of directors. And that's why they kill everybody. It depends because even among the you got the the foot soldiers among the Dracos, and they still up uh, eight or nine foot tall depending on their coloration. If you got the white ones with the wings, 
they are the general they are in rank like generals but above them you got all the the shiakar and they are the highest among the royalty among the dracos and the ones that are sitting on satan's uh board those are the the shiakar they are the queens the, the and what? kings of the shiakar c i i a Yes, okay. It is CIA and then KRRR. So CIA, KAAR. And they are. Okay, now hold on a second. Hold hold on a second for me. Go ahead ahead and finish your thought. I'm going to disconnect and reconnect, okay, because my computer finally came up. All right, okay. Because talking on my phone is kind of goofy. But anyway, um, I'm going to keep on talking. I'm going to disconnect and reconnect while you're talking, okay? So so ready, get set, go. Okay. But the ones that we talk about that sit on the board are the Shiakar because they are the highest among them. They are the royalty among their races because, yeah, for one, you got a number of collectives of Dracos uh, on various locales throughout the uh, omniverse in the different dimensions as well. But uh, the run-of-the-mill Dracos are the foot soldiers, and some of them are the super soldiers of Satan. But the ones on the board are the Shiakar. And uh, Hillary is just a foot soldier. Nonetheless, a powerful one, because so far she has been untouchable for now. Unless Jesus Christ comes and kicks her sorry ass into hell, what will happen at one point or another in the future? But nonetheless, uh, the Shiakar, they are the highest among them, and they are the ones in the boardroom. But nonetheless, yeah, we see... Uh, so what are they called again? The CFR? The, the, the what, what, what? The Shiakar. The, the Shiakar. Shiakar. Yes, C I A K A R. Oh, well, that's kind of creepy. Never heard that before. But they are the hi- <laughs> but they are the highest. Uh, they are the royalty and the queens and the kings, and they are above the Dracos, and they are the ones, and they are up till sixteen foot or higher. Among them, and the Draco yeah, itself, depending they on, they're up to sixty foot or higher. Sixteen or higher, 16, up till twenty. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, I thought you said sixteen. One six. I, I would be like, no. if I was sixty foot, it, it would be very hard to get into the boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know because. It is not a boardroom as we have, uh, although my yeah, my ceiling is four meters high, give or take. I am in one of those Victorian houses. Very, it's very hard to get it uh, warm in the winter, especially with the energy prices. But nonetheless, yeah, my ceilings are about four meters high, three and a half, four meters. The the mansion that my mother had had similar height of. Uh, ceilings, about three and a half, four meters. Of course, in California, Malibu, you don't have to be worried about uh, winters because it was always nice and uh, 
nice and warm in in the past and anyway. But uh, now, but the boardrooms, what he talk about, are much higher, of course, the ceilings because yeah, if they sit in their real in their real reptilian form, I think most uh, rooms probably would be too small if it comes to the ratio from the ground to the ceiling. So, but nonetheless, uh, yeah, what is happening? It is it is amazing how they. Uh, yeah, they are underestimated their clientele and the, the people that were listening and and loyal to uh, Tucker Carlson. So it would be interesting to see where he will end up, and I hope for him he will. Still Lawyers, are right. Lawyers are fighting right. Lawyers are fighting right now. Lawyers are okay. Okay. So Fox is afraid. Fox is afraid of going out of business. Yeah, Fox no, yeah, they news. bring it up. Afraid of going out of business. Okay, so Tucker Carlson scares them really, really, really bad. Okay, in his first tiny little three or four minute video that he put on Twitter, he had over 27 point something million listens. It would have taken him an entire week doing his show on Fox to get that many listens. Yes. You see, they are afraid of him. And so... And they should be. But here's the thing. Does Tucker Carlson want to work for the WEF? He was exposing the WEF on Fox. And now yes. he would be answering to a member of the WEF. Yes. So now in it, my opinion, I used to stick up for Elon Musk, but as far as I'm concerned, he's he's one of them. He's it's all part of a control so I watch everybody chattering amongst one another on Twitter. I mean, wow. The opinions are amazing, and there's a lot of Christians that are sticking up for Elon Musk. And they're also sticking up for the woman who he put from the WEF in charge. But they're saying, well, maybe this was a good business decision. Don't be so hasty, blah, blah, blah. The problem is what they don't understand. They don't understand the cleverness of these entities. These entities are very patient, and they will bait you for years. And then at just the right time, like a Venus flytrap, they'll snap the door shut on you. So I didn't tell, I didn't chime in and say nothing, but I wanted to. I wanted to say, what is the matter with you people? Can you be that stupid? But, of course, I wouldn't say that. But, but you know, it's just ignorance. It's child. ignorance. They, do yeah. not, they don't understand the enemy. That's the child, problem with 99 uh, Sadly Go enough, ahead. you're true. As a child, I witnessed Elon Musk at Ritual. And oh, you so, did? I yeah. I used to, I couldn't find anything. I monitored him extremely close. 
I mean, every word that he said, everything that he typed, every conversation that he had, I, I watched him like a hawk. And I didn't, I wasn't able to impeach him. I couldn't. He was not on the W.E.F. Davos guest list. I got a copy of it because I wanted no, to see who was on it. But what I, I didn't don't understand know, why he's... He was invited. He turned them down. You, see, we got to understand counterintelligence, counter, COINTELPRO, and how it works and how you set a trap. How do you yes. set a trap? You set a trap and it by painting somebody out to being a good guy, but they're not really a good guy. And then when everybody's really comfortable, the person pulls the pin on the grenade and everybody in the room is dead. That's how you set the yeah. trap. You gain their trust, and then at just the right time, the building collapses. And it's also All the best cop. It's a red and blue list creator. Twitter is being watched like a hawk by the WEF. Everything, every person who has a Twitter account, every, it doesn't matter, Christian or otherwise, every one of them, including myself, is on that list. Period. It's a human being, reptilian, capturing Social media trap is what it is. Doesn't mean it, it doesn't have really great in it. It has great intelligence on it, but at the end of the day, it's still a trap. You don't think they're still listening? You don't think they're still collecting that they, that data and that data? You you bet your sweet baby they you are. You know, they, they are watching every single word. It's all going into a computer. They are monitoring every single peep. They are extremely intelligent. They are, just like Devin Noon said in, in the report earlier, when he was talking about what's going on with Biden and the Department of Justice and the FBI and the CIA and the Clinton crime family and the Obama crime homosexuality. When you – Devin Nunes basically said that we should all be, you know, scared. We should be horrified. He, he is has right. personal – he's right. That's exactly what – well, he, he didn't say it exactly like that. As a matter of fact, um, oh, heck, why don't I just go ahead and blue screen my computer again? But anyway, um, we're we're getting down to this last second, but this is – I don't know if you got the – hold on a second. Why isn't this opening? Oh, there it goes. Yeah, it's really – oh, wow, yeah. My computer's all kinds of angry. Oh, just whatever. Oh, oh, it's real bad. Okay. But anyway, so I got it right here. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can bring it up. Hold on. Flip a switch real quick here on the uh, Golden JIB Studio computer, just so I can make him mad. All right, so let's let's go ahead and see what he said here. Hold on. All right, almost there. Okay, so on Newsmax, Devin Noon said this. He said Devin Noon's to Newsmax: the Durham report should scare the living hell out of everyone. This is a short clip of what he said 
I'll play it real quick. Short clip. On me, they got spied on me. They got subpoenas against my lawyers. I was the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. The Department of Justice went and got subpoenas against my lawyers while I was conducting an investigation. A, you know, We're supposed to be a separate branch of government. They put my lawyers under subpoena, went and got all their emails, bank records, everything else, effectively spying, reverse spying on me. So if they would do that back in 2017, uh, you think that people won't wow. go missing? This is what Comer and Jordan and company have to watch out for because we're dealing with a very corrupt Department of Justice and FBI at this point. Basically, when he says goes, go missing, what he means is they're going to be killed. They're going to be killed. Um, this was another clip I played earlier. Listen to this. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene making a comment on it. She actually thinks they got a shot. She has no idea. She means well. What we're talking about is involves a lot of money and, and the most powerful position in the world, the presidency of the United States. And I want to be very clear with everyone watching again today. Our whistleblower that brought us evidence that leads directly to Joe Biden, that Joe Biden took a payment from a foreign national in exchange for foreign policy favors, that whistleblower is not lost and they are safe, but they do fear for their lives. That whistleblower came through us, uh, thankfully, through the help of Senator Grassley. So that is, that is a fact. That is the truth. But other whistleblowers, yes, they are missing. They're either in court uh, they're in jail or we cannot talk with them at this time because they can't be found. This is a very real situation that we're talking about. And our investigation is so important, Steve, um, that this will bring down the president of the United States. And I want to let everyone know something. We're going back to the Treasury Department today at one o'clock because we have more financial records that we have to review uh, leading to the Okay, so basically, let's just translate this. Devin Nunes is saying they're going to kill him. She's saying that out of like six people, they only have one left. And that person knows they're about to be killed. Are you kind of getting the gist? They actually believe they're going to be able to do, they're not going to be able to do diddly. They're not going to be able to do diddly. So anyway, I, I, wanted, I, think, I think it's a – considering all of the banter – that we shared back and forth about and ultimately circled back to this particular problem, which is huge. It's huge because it is the consummate. So I will leave the listening audience with this one thought. I'm going to, I'll ask you to please close with a prayer, please. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about, it sounds to me like approximately six people. They've lost three of them. And I think they, no, they lost two. They got two in jail and two, I don't know. And they got one in hiding. What do you think is going to happen to Donald Trump? Do if you he, think is going to happen to Donald Trump? Okay. It doesn't take a mathematician to figure it out. On that note, my dear brother, it was great doing a show with you. It's been a while, and I always look forward to Would you go ahead and close with a prayer for us tonight? All right, I will. And 
they have with Trump, you can see a repeat of JFK. It's that simple. Because they will not allow him to stand as president and then destroy the CIA and, and the FBI, as uh, JFK also wanted to do. So, And God help uh, Trump uh, and people should pray for his safety or whoever gets the nomination. But, okay, Lord Jesus Christ, I come before you. I thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, to keep us safe so that we could do this show today and with all the things going on in our own life, Lord Jesus Christ. I ask you to keep uh, Johnny, uh, my brother Johnny, uh, safe and also his team, Nancy and all the others that are helping him to get those shows weekly uh, on the on track so that people can listen and that they can learn from what's going on. So I ask you to continue to reach your angels to keep them safe. I also ask you to keep the listeners safe, give them eyes, ears uh, to see and to hear, Lord Jesus Christ. Keep them uh, to the ground so that they know what's going on and also keep them safe as well. And give them also an incentive that they will tell other people to listen to Johnny's uh, show so that more people will wake up to what's going on and also for your kingdom, Lord Jesus Christ. I ask you also to protect all the leaders, put uh, your seat in their hearts, Lord Jesus Christ, so that they, instead of listening to Satan, they were listening to you. If they're waking up to your seat, Lord Jesus Christ, and the same uh, yeah, for leaders like Putin and all the others, the same. I ask you uh, to keep everyone safe that has been listening to the show today, and for the days and weeks to come. And I uh, thank all the listeners for listening. And uh, one thing for all survivors out there, SRA, MK Ultra survivors, and you need help, uh, go online to Bright Ministry International. Bright, they have their, the counselors there to help other survivors out there. That's one thing I still wanted to say. But I uh, bless everyone else that is listening to this and open up uh, your heart and, and, and mind. And what you have learned, give that to others in your own surrounding. And for everyone else, I bless you for listening, not only for today, but for the days and weeks to come. In our name of our Holy Father and Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Robert, for joining us tonight. A lot of creepy information, but also a lot of important level setting with the listeners to understand that the magnitude of the evil that we're dealing with right now. Uh, There is only one, only one that could put a stop to this. And I don't know about you. But since 2019, I haven't seen any sign that our Heavenly Father is going to stop anything. But he has his own timeline. Yes. Our Father has his own timeline, but it's very difficult to suggest that the words that are in Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13 
and Revelation chapter 6 are not in full progress. They are in full progress. God did not stop the pandemic. No. He did not stop the pandemic. All that being said, pestilence, famine, signs, the sun and the moon and the stars, seas roaring, the red horse is riding, the global financial system is about to collapse, the Antichrist is in control of the West, the West is being dismantled and destroyed, and I don't really see any pathway to turn it back at this point. We all heard what Devin Noon said, it ain't going to get turned back. So we'll see. No. It would take a miracle, that's for sure. God bless you, Robert. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Tonight is Wednesday, May the 17th of Lord 2023. Father, help us, strengthen us, and draw us in closer. Let every single one of us pray always to be found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before Jesus in line at the wedding supper. Hopefully we all have nice little cards and we'll be able to find our seats real quick. Because I'm pretty sure by then I'll be pretty hungry. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. God bless you, brother. All right. See you next welcome. month. Same time, same place. All right. Yeah, God bless you all. See you then. Right, see you at the Friday bye bye. night prayer vigil, Lord willing. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.